going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Welcome back. Appreciate y'all for being here. Thanks for a round of applause. Yes, indeed, man. Hey, man, we got a great show, man. It is Friday. It is Friday. You saw what new, 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 new world you saw what they can do. They they simply overkilling your boy Kanye. <laughs> All right. They pretty much just emptying out the whole clip in the magazine in the building. Yes, indeed. You know how we do around here. Get him, daddy. We got a great show today. We got some great topics for you. I'm going to roll. Uh, first of all, we got to roll the disclaimer across the screen for the ham and eggers, the oxygen thieves, the knuckle draggers, the normies, the NPCs, and all of those people here that live in the blue pill and the matrix. So shout out to them right there. There's your disclaimer. Viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this content and you were warned. Sometimes you got to watch the car crash though. But anyway, also this show does not promote hate or harm of any person based on their gender, their overweight status, their bony flat back status, relationship status, race, or class. We will be classes in this building. You know what I mean? Now, listen, I got to be a little bit of classes. I got to tell you. But what we do is we promote healthy choices in life, specifically for men and for life. Indeed. And of course, we want men to have healthy choices in lifestyle finances and emotional relationships in the building. So there's the disclaimer. You heard it here first. You are with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. You are with the king of content, the speaker of truth. You are with Coach Alina today. Coach Adamus himself, yours truly, Notorious CGA better known as Coach Greg Adams, or just CGA. Shout out to everybody. Appreciate y'all for being here. We got a great show. We got some super chats already. People want to make uh, their contributions to today's show. We got a lot of topics. I got a lot of topics to even complete, just in case we want to go over three hours. By the way, this is a three-hour podcast, just so you know. All right, pretty much do this. People are like, well, how long are you going to go? I aim at three hours, and then, you know, Friday nights, I'll let y'all go out there and clap cheeks. All right, be like, look, no show on Friday nights. Just unless I miss a show. So anyway, today there's the topic uh, crawling across your screen. You're going to see what we're getting into. Tom Brady finalizes his divorce. They announced it. All right. And you're going to see why they losing games. All right. Disney announces or introduces an overweight child character. All right. No more of these skinny, fat, flat backed princesses. All right. Forget all of that, man. That's a dream. That's a fairy tale. No flatbacks for you. All right. What you're going to get is busted Pillsbury biscuit cans. All right. And so Babylon will fall. All right, Babylon's going to fall. All right, so we got this. And many people are upset. Many people are upset that Disney, and they're upset for the weirdest reasons. All right, it's not what you think. Obviously, we got busted Pillsbury biscuit cans. Most kids are aiming to be losers today. But it just it just basically sweeps the field for me. I mean, I don't want no competition out here. You want to be a loser, be a loser. All right, we also got... um. A man deletes a coworker after she rejects his cold approach. Damn, man. Yep, you, you know, your PUA coach is leading you astray. <laughs> okay, listen. He cold approached his coworker. She was like, nope. And he was like, rat a tat, 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 like that. And I, <laughs> my goodness, chill the hell out. We also have plain Jane going on seven dates in seven days. We're going to talk about the uneven dating marketplace and why the dating marketplace is a disaster. This is going to be proof positive that dating culture, women don't take it seriously. And then when they want to take it seriously, they be like, 
what happened to all the nice things that men used to do? And they out there going on seven dates in seven days. All right. Most men don't have a ch- do most. Men, I would say, let's see, 85 percent of men don't have no possibility on going on seven dates in seven days. I'm just going to let you know that even if they tried, they're going to run through a variety of issues. All right. And it's not just because they don't have the options. It's not just because they don't have the options. This is what people are going to say. He's going to say these men don't hear. We're going to show these guys. We're going to show them how to Mac. It doesn't have to do with um, macking. It doesn't have to do. There's other reasons why men can't go on seven dates in seven days. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. There's a whole bunch of reasons why. Yeah, dude, people are naming them. This It's more to do than having options. It's way more to do. But women are be like, oh, we'll just mess around until I find. Um, we'll just have fun until um, 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 I want to settle down and I'm exhausted from the marketplace and I want to be serious. There's all kind of reasons. So anyway, we're going to talk about that. And then Moose Locks, the return of Moose Locks in the building. He's back. Um, And shout out to lead attorney. We're going to share uh, Moose Locks. So anyway, let me get to the contributions to the day show. Dollar Sign CGA Live on the Cash App. Coach Greg Adams on Venmo. We got PayPal, paypal.me. Uh-oh, PayPal, man. What's up? New, 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 new world order. PayPal in there, boy. I tell you, man. Of I, bl- you know what I blame? You know who I blame? Because people always are like, "Oh, what am I doing over here? I, I pressed the wrong keyboard." Okay, I pressed the wrong keyboard. You know, you know who I blame? Uh, where this society's going? Normies, normies. You guys screwed it up. You guys screwed the pooch because you're scared. You're scared to achieve. You're scared to do everything. You're scared to leave your husband. You're scared to leave your wife. Um, you're scared of everything. I blame somebody said Jermaine. I guess we can blame Jermaine too. Once they realize that you guys were, you know, pretty much wimps and just scared of everything, now they pulling everything over on your ass. PayPal is like, we're gonna charge, we're gonna fine you twenty five hundred dollars, all right, for anything we think you're gonna say against our guidelines. All right, everybody's got guidelines. There's the PayPal link, by the way. <laughs> but um, now they got you guys by the balls, normies. You guys screwed the world. Mm. Plain and simple. All right, because you're scared of every damn thing. They had y'all scared of the Holy Ghost out here for a minute. <laughs> they had y'all scared of the Holy Ghost, and then they realized these guys will fall for anything. You see Elon Musk cleaning the house of these nerds, <laughs> these these nerds, these nerds out here that were about, about kind of controlling people's speech on Twitter. And then he went in there and cleaned, he cleaned their house, he cleaned house in Twitter. And now these people are crying, oh my God. People are communist. Anyway, Notorious CGA is how you hit the super chat, and you got to go over to the Notorious CGA channel. Uh, let's get the earlier super chats and then the PayPal's and so forth and so on, man. Yeah, shout out to Rational Rationality says I only I'm only mating, not dating for life. Yes, indeed. Uh, that's as you guys know. That's what I talked about on the SOS. Mm, they asked me, do I date? And I said, I don't date. I mate, though. I definitely am in mating, all right, or the practice of mating. Dating? Nah. I mean, so if you see me out, because one of these days, y'all going to see me. I mean, people see me out all the time. They see me out with a flat back. And they'll be like, well, it looks like you're on the date. They're like, no, I already made it. That, this is a mating process. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We've already done the mating dance, the monkey dance. we already done all of that. <laughs> I've done all of that. I've already island hopped on her. I've already visited Greece with her. 
We've already got greasy. It's this ain't no date. This is a mate. All right. Anyway, shout out to everybody there. Here we go right here. Shout out to Teddy KGB. He says, Doc Tip, and listen up closely, gentlemen. He says, if a woman tells you she has the herp derp, but she's in remission, stay away from that piece leave. It's tainted. He says she could still be shedding virus without symptoms or vaginal lesions. Good Lord. Have mercy. Good morning, coach gang. Shout out to the doctors out here. Hey, soon as I... Soon as I, if a woman tells me she got the herb derp, it's an automatic. I don't care if it's in remission or whatnot. That she's automatically out. Now, the sad part of that is, in some communities, fifty percent, as many as up to, I know the pro blacks are being mad right now. As many as up to fifty percent of women could have the herb derp. Um, in most of the mainstream society, one in four have the herb derp. One in four. Now that that's the same statistic as. The meaning, the amount of women who take head meds. One in four women in America got the herb derp. Yeah, man. It's crazy. So as soon as they say you got the, as soon as she says, I got the herb derp, you got to go, man. Do not go, do not be like, well, maybe I'll wear a condom to protect. No. Leave her alone. He said, that's the white man statistic for sure. All right, man, Pro Blacks was mad when I read that. And it was like, well, one in one in two black women can have the herb derp. They was like, how dare you? They were like, they hit me with the, how dare you? That's the white man's statistics. <laughs> but they was agreeing previously when I was talking about 25%. They was like, yeah, get them, coach, get them. And then when I got to the sisters, they was like, how dare you? By the way, brothers, killing other brothers. I thought the object was to love one another. Open up the paper to one more death, then yo, we keep this up and there be no one left. I try my best. Um, let me see something here. Brothers, this is your number one goal. If you're a pro-blacks, a pro-blacks, I don't want to hear nothing until y'all figure this out right here. Okay, listen, this is going to be the number one thing for the black community. If it if they're talking about anything else, it's bullshit. All right, so let me show y'all real quick. We, we shared this last night. Okay. Because if they're avoiding this topic here, I don't I don't want to hear nothing. You just delegitimize every argument. This is going to be your number one goal right here. And that is to determine why your sons and your nephews are doing this right here. Why are they doing this? New, 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 new world order. That's what I want to know. New, 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 new why y'all can't order. stop this? New, 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 new world order. I don't want to hear nothing else. Not even black on black crime. Not even black on black crime at this point is as important as this issue right here. See, if you're quiet on this, you've accepted everything. You've accepted your destruction. You've accepted your place in society it, it, because this is your future. Remember, they said I shared with this in 2050, the black community will uh, as, as a whole will be have a zero net worth. Well, this is going to be one of the reasons right here. All right. I don't want to hear about no Uncle Tom's. I don't want to hear about no tethers. I don't want to hear about no sellouts. I don't want to hear about no coons. I don't want to hear about nothing. I don't want to hear black on black crime. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear gangster rap contributed to. I do not want to hear anything. Until you guys tackle this, you guys have nothing to say. Nothing. This is right here. Until you can tell me how you're going to stop your boys, because this is the new this is the new direction of your world right here. Nothing else matters. And this is my opinion. Nothing else matters. Not Nothing else matters. Tackle that right there. Tackle that.
anyway, boy, we down bad, brothers. Wow. By the way, that's a school in Louisiana having a gender swap day for Halloween. Hold on for a second. New, 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 new world order. Yeah, that's that's some of the football players too. <laughs> Where are you going, brothers? All right, shout out to Elijah Bryant. Says Moose Lock and Hafiz have the same hopium dealer. Yeah, we need to find out that hopium dealer out there. Moose Locks, man. Shout out to Moose Locks. He's going to be at the end of the show. Uh, shout out to Leaf. What did Leaf say? Flashback Friday to the time when someone super chatted coach asking him if he had a backup channel. <laughs> All right, happy Friday. Is that you? Was that you? He says, happy Friday, coach Brady, officially going to the free agent lifestyle. Shout out to Tom Brady. Ladies love Cool C breaking new news coach Giselle and Tom Brady have filed for divorce. And the previous day, she gave him his last ultimatum. And he was like, wait a minute, hold on for a second. He was like, I, I wish I had a clip for that one. He was like, wait a minute, who are you? And she was like, now I got to cut you. Yeah, shout out to Daniel C. Ariza. He says, these people complaining about losing jobs at Twitter. Wanted yay to lose everything. Isn't that odd? They complained about losing their job, but they was out here trying to uh, overkill Kanye. Shout out to Billy the Kid. Said the community is over. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, I mean, Kanye was a, another chink in the community's armor right there. This is another one. It's going to be tough to save it. All right. And I've been saying it a long time ago. I, I knew a long time ago. I was like, I'm out. Doesn't mean I'm not going to lose, but I ain't losing with y'all. You know what I mean? I'm getting on the court with the right team, right? Or I'll be out there balling by myself. Shout out to Caddy says, CGA is on the level of Tom Likas and Rush Limbaugh. God dang, really? Man, he says you was you deserve their level of money too. Keep up the good work and continue to be a role model for men. Appreciate that. God dang, Tom Likas, Rush. All right. Maybe if I get a producer, I wish my listen, my goal in all of this, I know people are like, what is your goal in all of this? It longevity. My goal in everything is longevity. All right. Can you do this for a long period of time? And it doesn't mean you have to have the same numbers and the same amount of followers. How long can you do this? Uh, because longevity is everything. All right. Even even in relationships, longevity. If I'm gonna get in something, it's like that. It's gotta be longevity. I'm not in it for a half. A year, half a decade. I'm not in it for that bullshit because it's not worth it. Shout out to Billy the Kid. He says that picture is the product of media that wants to feminize black men. That wants to feminize black men. I mean, boy, listen, for younger people who don't know, when I was a young man uh, in my teenage years, I used to go get my hair cut in Inglewood, California. Shout out to Inglewood. No good. And there'd be some brothers from the Nation of Islam in there. The stuff that we see now, they were talking about back then in the 90s. It was like they trying to effeminize black men. They were talking about all the comedians that wore the black, wore the woman's dress and dressed. They were talking about that back then, but I couldn't see it. I was like, nah. Now take a look now. <laughs> Trick, look at you now. Um, somebody actually shared something on my locals about rapper Bobby Schmurder. Schmurder, whatever his name is. And um, they have a picture of him. And he has a purse. And I was like, you know, a lot of people will see this picture. Let me see if I can share the picture here. A lot of people will see stuff like this and be like, that's nothing. Don't worry about it. Please do. Look, here's the picture here. 
Uh, there's the picture right there. And it says, let me see if I can, I got to make it larger on my screen. You can see it. Bob, Bobby Schmurda is walking around here with a whole purse. And look at his demeanor. He's got a guy. He's kind of walking like he has high heels on. I mean, listen, we had Prince and all of that, too. But rappers in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s wouldn't dare do something like this. What are your thoughts on this picture? Well, this go. I mean, listen, he went to prison, so that kind of lets you know something. I mean, you don't come out the same when you go into the joint so or, or the pokey. So, you know what I mean? You got to do what you got to do to survive. I don't know. This Everything's alleged. But previously, he was in the gangster rap. But then he's coming out. He's more of a comedian now less of a musician and uh, or less of a music artist. But when you see stuff like that and then you see then you see it backed up with the picture that I showed you of the young boys, you can see it. Put it all together. He said that's New York fashion. <laughs> oh, man. Put it all together, your brothers. Shout out to KT the King. Breaking news. Tom Brady is finalizing um, deal to buy the junior college. That's what he's doing. All right. Still don't have the dark side laugh. Okay, let's go over to PayPal because y'all deserve it. You deserve it. You're always worth it. <laughs> All right, the entitlement of the dating market. You can go on seven dates in seven days. Bruh, that is entitlement. Shout out to Kaylin Ferguson. What's up, coach? He says, what men should learn along with the world is when it comes to Tom and Giselle's divorce is that the power couple model is complete bullshit. All right, yes, we've been calling out the power couple model. They were a power couple, and they lasted 13 years, of course. Again, we're using celebrities as a case study. And the reason why we do this, I know people, a lot of have that right here. They, they have that as a talking point. Well, you're always talking about celebrities. Okay, well, I can't talk about the average Joe. I'm not in courtrooms. Nobody reports on them. Okay, nobody's reporting on, hey, man, this dude named Joe got divorced great the kingdom come. We don't have that data. All we have is general data related to the divorce rates, who files for divorce. We don't have specificity. Is that a word? We don't have specificity. We don't have specific details for everybody that gets divorced great. So sometimes we have to use people who are popular to pass the point across. And then we can say, I can relate to that story because that happened to me. Then we start sharing details. Hey, we got um, a mace. For the shout out, please. He says, hey, yo, coach. He says, bought both of your books and they are incredible. Tom Brady about to follow in Leo's footsteps again and only deal with women who aren't older than 26 years old. Thank you for your great content. Appreciate you, man. Faith is in the building with them pretty feet. She says, hey, coach, we got to get Kanye and Andrew Tate together. That'll be explosive. The Internet will be broken. Yes, that would be interesting. I just saw Andrew Tate talking to somebody. I think it was Zuby. But uh, Andrew Tate and Kanye, that'd be interesting. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. My darker hue brothers just keep living, accomplishing goals, and don't get obese. You'll see that. Um, that's what CGA is philosophizing is 100, 100% true. He said 98%, but I added 100. What we're talking about here is the basics of life. And some simple message like this is... is is being squashed because they don't want you to even be uh, worthy of achieving anything. They want you to feel bad about yourself, man. Robert Moreno says, you called it Coach Dradamus, Coach Alini. He says, the GOAT got divorced. Wow. Albert, Albert Ingram, did you hear about Nancy Pelosi's husband getting violently assaulted in his home 
they got the suspect in custody. Well, it wasn't me, though. <laughs> All right, it was not me, but I did hear about that. And I will say political, the imp- political environment in our country now, people can feel it. They're doing things like that. I don't suggest that people do things like that, but things like that can occur. Interesting. And Nancy wasn't there. Well, all right. Shout out to no government name. Shout out to you, coach. He says a stream you did yesterday talking about divorce after a year doesn't count. I remember my father's second marriage was only three months. Good Lord. Three months marriage. Now, man, there's all kinds of problems with that. Like, how did he get to that point? Oh, I'm supposed to do some other places. I'm going to check the cash app and then we'll get into the show. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Shout out to, uh, uh oh, let me see here. Okay. It's, uh, we call him, we're going to call him Luke Duke. He says, long time, 25 year old ninja watcher here. Uncle Earl's in the building. Wait, I got we'll do the whole clip later on in the show. All right. Appreciate y'all. Uncle Luke Duke is in the building. Shout out to nevertheless, specifically ask her for her S wait, HSV one and two test results. All right. So herpes simplex virus, I believe it is one and two. And we broke that down in the stream. Um, I think herpes one is genital herpes two. It might be. I might have it out of order. Herpes two could be on the lips and all that. All right. They're they're somewhat of a similar virus. Doesn't mean if they have one, they have the other. But most of us carry it in our bodies. And then sometimes it manifests. Sometimes it breaks and comes out into the skin. and You can see it visually. However, the sexually transmitted genital version is is um it's given this transmuted sexually obviously and i would suggest that if you want it to be truly safe if you wanted to um if you wanted to get involved with a woman seriously not just hit the skins or mate if you wanted to get involved with her have her get her panels done suggest that she get some done now some women will say okay i'll get them done then you got to get yours done well you better be clean too <laughs> You better be clean, too. Let's get to the Tom Brady news real quick. Tom Brady, here it is right here. The power couple of the decade. The power couple of the century could barely last two decades. Football star Tom Brady and supermodel. Supermodel Giselle Bunchen finalized their divorce after 13 years of marriage. This news seems weird because in many municipalities, you must wait a couple of months, like almost up to six months before a divorce could be finalized. But maybe what they did was finalize the details. It says right here, the couple announced on social media. So don't tell me why it's nobody's business. I cannot stand those people. We need to not be worried about their business. They put it out there. Mm. All right. I can't stand these people with these goofy ass debate tactics. You're worried about these people. They literally put it out here for the world to consume. It says any months of rumor and speculation about the couple status. It's announced in a statement shared on Instagram. Hold a gram. 304 to gram. It says right here, Brady wrote. The couple finalized their split this week and announced uh, and arrived at a decision to do so after much consideration, amicably, and with gratitude for the time we spent together. Mm. Who gets married and wants to go 13 years? Well, a success. In her own statement, uh uh-oh. Bunches said the decision to end the marriage is never easy, but we've grown apart. 13 years? Oh, my God. This is miserable. This is not success. This is absolute abject failure. And uh, though the choice to divorce was difficult, I feel blessed for the time that we had together and only wish the best for Tom always. Now, hopefully they signed a non-disclosure agreement too. All right. There should be a non-disclosure agreement, but I don't know. 
both Bungeon and Brady asked for privacy during this time. Nope. Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I cannot stand these people who come out here publicly. They parade their marriage around. They parade their children around. They parade everything around. And then they get people to do it. Go get married. Like these crazy ass cult members. Don't you want to get married? Look at us. We're the picture perfect portrait of, of, of a power couple marriage. We're the picture perfect culture of the bear. And they put it out there on Instagram and Facebook. Soon as it don't work out, they'd be like, they'd be like, I'd like privacy, please. Nope. Perhaps a little bit of privacy. Would you guys have a heart? This is very difficult. And you're going to drag us in the media and, and, and ask for details. Yeah, give me, yo, bro, yo, give me the details. You put your shit out here. Give me the freaking details. All right, don't act private now. Shit. They're like, we need privacy. It's very tough. Yo, so was the marriage. So was all of that shit you did. You put that details out there. Pull that shit out, bro. That's my opinion on it. Uh, What else do they got to say? <laughs> uh, Brady and Bunchin have two children together. Uh, we don't talk about children here, despite the fact that somebody tried to blame me for somebody uh, digging and, and uh, doxing children. We don't even talk about kids over here. We don't even name kids in the middle of divorces with couples, nor do I dox people's children. That's something that I don't do because I have children. Right? That's a, that's a line that I don't cross. So anyway, and that's a line nobody should cross. All right, nobody should be doing that. Anyway, several outlets reported earlier this month that Brady and Bunchen hired divorce lawyers. And people reported Friday that the couple filed in on Florida on Friday with terms of the divorce already settled. Appreciate that information. It is unclear how the pair will divide their assets, including homes in Florida, which is the billionaire's bunker, Tribeca, which I believe is in New York, Big Sky, Montana, and Costa Rica. All right, Costa Rica, shout out to them. At least like they got four properties or five or something like that. But they also stared uh share a stepchild so she was a step mammy she was a step mammy so shout out to tom it looks like they filed on friday which um if i'm not mistaken if i'm not mistaken i believe and this is again i don't know florida divorce law i don't think they finalized the divorce they just finalized the details meaning they're not going to fight they're going to wait for the period of um there's a cooling off period that most municipalities give people meaning you file a divorce and they give you six months before they finalize it. Okay. Just in case you change your mind and you want to reconcile. That's why they do that. Cause people emotionally will just file the paperwork and they'll get back together. And you done clogged up the, the court with all the, your useless, reckless paperwork. Right. Mm. And so, yeah, they're going to divide it down, <laughs> down the middle. All right. So I don't think the, I don't think the finances are really a problem. I don't think Tom is worried about getting money from Giselle. I don't think Jill, Giselle's trying to get money from Tom. I will say there is an opportunity for Giselle to publish information about Tom that could wreck Tom's legacy. I don't think she he can do the opposite to her. Like maybe he can say she was a 304 and she let Antonio Brown smash. Nobody would care. I don't think society would care. But on the other hand, if there's not a non-disclosure agreement signed, she can come out and say, you know, in every one of Tom's Super Bowls, right before the game, he did something. He took steroids. Um, he aired out the ball. He paid out the official. I mean, there's something then. Yeah, she could talk about he couldn't hit it right. 
He's small. He's his 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 salami is cockeyed. I mean, and everybody would care. She has the power to ruin his legacy. So I would be concerned that she must sign a non-disclosure agreement going forward. Yeah, that's what I would say, man. And if she didn't, that opens up Tom to all kind of scrutiny. We know how it works in sports. Everybody's a hero until we find out details later on. Oh, this person would take a steroid. Okay, asterisk. Asterisk. <laughs> right? We put an asterisk by his name. And hopefully this divorce doesn't result in an asterisk for Tom Brady. Next story right here. Disney releases a short film about an obese protagonist. Obese protagonist in a short film. And people are wondering whether it's a good message to send to young girls. Now, a lot of people are upset about this from a variety of angles. From a variety of angles. Obviously, she doesn't have many angles. She's obtuse. She's parabola and all of that stuff. Um, but here it is right here. Um, I'll read what's going on and we'll tell you where people are upset. This is the character. Uh, she looks like a, a fat white girl. All right. So the brothers are just ch chomping at the bit to get the number here. Mm. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Coach, stop with the bullshit. But anyway, she's got her belly deli out. Obviously, this is a child character, too. We don't want to talk about that. Disney aligns more and more with progressive values as the day goes by. Disney is uh, Disney has already admitted what their agendas are and who they have working for them. And it's not a secret as to what they're trying to do. And they've been doing this in our culture for quite a long time. And the dating marketplace and the marital marketplace and the divorce rates reflect the failure that Disney has pushed forward. They've conditioned young women to want to be princesses, and they all want to be princesses. You have black women eventually say, I want to be queen, and they ain't got no damn king. You know what I mean? This is the idea. These are the things that happen. It's kind of skewed the marketplace for the day. So which is this is to say, in 10 or 20 years, what they're pushing forward uh, in terms of what they're reflecting in their culture, a lot, of, um, a lot of hidden messages in there, a lot of messages that are progressive. In 10 or 20 years, we're going to see the results. Just like we've seen the results of dating and all of the queen and the, I mean, the, the princess stuff, rebelling against fathers. We're going to see this in 20 years. The Well, the majority of women are already obese. Now, we're going to see it out of control. It's going to look like Wally. -E. Everybody's going to be in a floating chair. Okay. But anyway, uh, its latest release introduces an obese girl who is a protagonist as a, of the short film called Reflect. She's a ballet dancer. Hold on for a second. We all know, we all know what ballet dancers look like, bro. I mean, come on. All right, but anyway, she's a ballet dancer who struggles with body image, but many people are wondering aloud, aloud, and we are we should be able to talk about this whether it's a good idea to glamorize a metabolic disorder that nearly half of Americans suffer from. Not only that, mental health disease and all of that shit, man. We're dude. This is the fall of Babylon. All right, it's the fall of Babylon at this particular point. Um. It's a weird time. So anyway, let's tell you why people are upset. Number one, when you come to channels like this, we are obviously upset because we want our children to be healthy. We want society to be healthy. We want our country to be strong. We want people to be ambitious. We want people to be healthy. Okay. We want ourselves to be healthy. We don't want to, we don't want to push this together. So we know the results of an unhealthy society mentally and physically. You're as strong as your weakest link. 
You're only as strong as your weakest link. And if the majority in a report more than half or just about half, if half of society are weak physically, mentally, and then metabolically, metabolically, you got a weak society. You're weak. Not only that, second, this reflects the dating marketplace, right? A lot of women, we talked about this. They want men to accept them for being in this condition, which this is a, a condition they're born with. They're, they've created this condition. But that being said, if men accept this, they're accepting weaker links, number one. And they also don't realize if they want men to accept this, that it puts them at a disadvantage. It doesn't advantage you because there's more of you that are in this condition. And if men say, okay, we want obese women, it actually makes it harder for you because there's more women to pick from. Same thing with the single mothers. We want men to accept single mothers. Well, now you're at a disadvantage because now there's more single mothers to pick from. But if we eliminate them, maybe we can control the behavior. Okay, so here it is right now. Now, another group of people are upset that this isn't a black girl. They're upset that Disney chose to give it to a fat white girl. They said what they should have did was give it the character a black woman because most black women are obese and probably need the message more than fat white girls. I'm just going to tell you. And I said, you don't need her to be black. You already got Lizzo. Like Lizzo's the living embodiment of this character. I mean, you don't need another one. Lizzo exists. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> so here it is right here. You got a lot of people that found this particular piece of, 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 of information that Disney's trying to push. And Disney's taking L's everywhere because men are like, this is reprehensible. Healthy women are like, yo, what the hell? Why do I work out so hard? Well, the reason why they're going to win anyway, because they end up getting the higher value men, most of them. These women can't keep a man. They can get a man to lay up in between their legs. All right. But they can't keep a leg. Uh, they can't keep a man. And they want men to just change their standards because they're lazy. And then you have black women going. Now, this person should have been black, bro. Hey, man, look, send the asteroid, please. The fall of Babylon, the fall of Babylon, send the asteroids. I mean, wh what else do we want? I mean, <laughs> we're not a strong country. We're not a healthy country at all. I mean, we have many, many problems in the world. And the fact that people can look at this and, first of all, push this type of information, push this type of things to young kids, push this and push it to them and say this is acceptable. When before we would want people to be healthy because we're only as strong as our weak weakest link. We have too many weak links. And a lot of people are comfortable. A lot of people are thinking that they're, we have live in a safe and secure environment. I think it's a facade. It is all a facade. American women overwhelmingly believe that they're in a better position than women around the world. And I said, you're only in that position. And people have discussed this because of the government pushes you into these positions. Okay? They, they allow you to be in these positions. If they, if they remove their support from you real quick, It'll be over. It'll be a wrap for women and it'll be a wrap for society. But now you have, of course, now it's a racial issue. 
And there's already a, already a problem with obesity in the black communities. And they're saying they should they they need this. I don't know what what are, what is it? They need this message to be given to young black girls who are being created by obese characters. What are we doing? This is crazy. And you know whose fault it is. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Yeah, man. We don't know what to say about that one. What a world to live in, man. What a time to live in. Are we, is this enough doom and gloom? <laughs> I mean, are we good? Are we just complaining about nothing, right? You know what I mean? This is actually weird stuff. Let me get to some contributions and then we'll get on with the show. Let's see what's up on the Cash app. Cash app, dollar sign, cash, dollar sign, CGA live on the Cash app, dollar sign. All right, let me see what up on demo. He said the diets don't work the same. I actually found that video. I actually deleted it on accident, but I'm going to find the diet don't work the same woman. Shout out to Pure Yang says, will they accept the movie glamorizing broke men though? Nope. Will they accept the movie glamorizing broke men? I've always talked about that or a condition that affects men that people should be sympathetic for. Like men who are obese. Are we sympathetic towards men who are obese? Not in the least. Okay. Do we talk about body issues with men who are out of shape? Not in the least. It's not even a topic of conversation. But these are the ideas that they're pushing, and it's mostly towards women. And let's just say this again, and I keep reiterating this. Women are the most vulnerable people in our society. There are elderly. There are children. There are mentally incapable. And then right above that is women. All right, that's the next group up. And then weak men is the next group above uh, women. So with that being said, our job, our duty in our world, ever since we walked erect and we went uh, to became homo sapiens and we started to invent fire in the will was to protect women and protect them not only from others, but from themselves. That protection has been removed. And now women are now trying to find um, some sort of abilities for people to protect them or feel sorry for them. And they've lost their way. Society has lost their way. We've let other people protect them or they look for the other people to protect them, namely government entities and corporations and university institutions. That's where they seek their protection and they get taken advantage of. And then they want us to fix it. Our protection should be trying to guide them in the right direction. Let's stay healthy. Let's stay happy. Let's not be entitled. And let's continue to work for what we need out here. And we're going to do this together. Now, of course, yes, there's men that have fumbled that bag too. But that's what the direction of societies are. That's a healthy, stable society. But now, they don't listen to men. They listen to the wrong men. <laughs> but that's what it is. It's crazy. My man, shout out to um, who else is in here? Shout out to Brown 310 in the building. Thank you, brother, for being here again. John Ellison, what's the difference in gender swap and blackface? Wow. He says, wouldn't it be an insult to the LGBTQ community? But it's not because it's recruitment. I'm done with the community. He out of there. No, yeah, this is a recruitment. This is, um, hey, just, just wear a purse. Just wear a bonnet. It's no big deal. 
man, fathers, where are those boys' fathers? All right. If my son went out of the house in the morning at school, hey, dad, we're doing gender swap day. Does mom have a bonnet that I can wear? And can I get my sister's dress? Man, please. Smacked. All right. No, hell no. You ain't going to school that day. You are not going to school. You are not participating in that type of thing. That's a protector's role. Um, obviously, a woman then will say, oh, this is reprehensible. You should be more open-minded, progressive, and accepting. No. Absolutely no. No, no, I'm not open-minded. My son is not going to school to participate in that conditioning program. At all. That has nothing to do with progressivism. At all. Talk about satanic, man. This is crazy. King Hazy says, Coach, unrelated, but I saw I show speed in the mall last week. He says, why do you think successful black men have such a hard time leaving the hood? He says, once I make it, I'm leaving Cincinnati, thugging Natty, and never looking back. So you said you saw him in the in the mall. I'm assuming it was the hood mall. But um, that has to do with the crab in the bucket syndrome. Uh, black man, I want to let you guys know. The objective is to get out of the hood. All right. There's no there's no success in the hood. You're not going to rebuild the hood. Let me give you I mean, you're not going to rebuild the hood. The hood is a place for people who just don't want to get out. Now, I'll give you an example. I know the black. I know pro blacks are irate. Check this out. Your job is to get out of there. I'm going to give you an example. You can build from afar. You could go move somewhere else, build from afar. They're going to tell you those people don't want you in those neighborhoods too. rarely a chance that you'll find racism in the suburbs. If it is, it's very, very moot and it's very covert. Rarely are they going to be outside putting up crosses on your lawn. Very rare. Most of the most of the time, you'll survive. Uh, but but uh, Young Dolph is an example of what happens when your ass stay in the hood. <laughs> I mean, look, Young Dolph is an example of what your ass do. like. He became a millionaire. He got involved and stayed connected to the hood. He moved with hood people. He drove that uh, what was it car? I think it was like a Camaro, but it was like um, he had a Cam- he had some car, but he had the the camouflage paint or the camouflage wrap. And um, he stayed up in the hood, and he got what switch cheesed up for a uh, for for some, for a batch of cookies. So listen, <laughs> switch cheese up for a batch of cookies. All right, um. And then I show speed. The example of him is his mother over is domineering over him. Allegedly, this is all allegedly. This is all allegedly. It was a Lambo, a camouflage Lambo wrap. But um, he's at the hood gas station filling up a camouflage Lambo. Not I. Hell no. But um, but I show speed has a domineering mother. This is all alleged. This is all information that has been passed to me uh, by people that I know very closely. And he has he makes a lot of money, but I believe his mother doesn't approve of how he makes his money. And I believe they're living off of his money. And um, if he actually released himself from his mother, he'd probably be uh, he'd probably double his money. But she's in the protection model. He started making a lot of money at 16. I believe he's 18 years old now. I believe he's a legal adult. But. And I believe they've had to move because they've been doxxed several times. So they believe this is just as this is all alleged. They've had to move several times because he's who he is. But they keep moving in the hood. They keep moving in. They don't get out. You know what I mean? Like go move to Western Kentucky. Move to Western Kentucky. Get the hell out of Cincinnati. 
but they keep moving mindset wise, probably because her the mother, this is all alleged, probably because the mother wants to stay close to her church and her hair salon. Guys, people in the hood make that decision. Well, how, how am I going to get my hair done? Ninja, you can take a helicopter into the hood to get your hair done. You can hire a hairstylist to come do your hair. You can move to Paducah, Kentucky, Kentucky and get a hair salon in your garage. <laughs> what you're doing is you're trying to stay in an environment where you've surpassed the people economically and class-wise. And you're trying to stay there to get your hair done and permed up. It's sad, bro. Dude, it is sad. That's a sad decision to stay well, I want to stay around my people and get rich. No, no those aren't your people. <laughs> what do we understand? Those, those are your people by proximity. Don't you know? Now you're a target over there. What are you talking about? Those aren't your people, bro. <laughs> you're going to find out real fast that them aren't your people. As soon as they find out you got money, they're going to be like this. Oh, you got money? I got money. <laughs> It's crazy. I think it's a mindset. And and she's probably Gen X boomer. He's young guy. And, you know, if you're not around the right people and they know you who you are, if he's I show speed, many people don't know who we're talking about. He's a young man who's one of the biggest YouTubers in the last two years. He blew up overnight. And that success has made him worth millions of dollars. I think he makes a million dollars a year. Okay. Just doing live streams and he kind of goofy. But um, while he was on his ascent, his mother would always come in the room and tell him to stop live streaming. Don't do this. You need to stop. Like she would come in there and bust it up. <laughs> She'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, you ain't do it. And then I don't know if she realized it. Son's a millionaire, but he still lives in an environment. This is all. I don't know where they live. He's saying that they live there or he's saying he lived. He's still he's still walking around in those areas. Man, no, no. I take, dude, guys, gentlemen, the community isn't for black people. Black people live in the community. Okay. I'll say it again. I'm trying to help you. The community isn't for black people. Black people live in the community, not all. Meaning, if you get to a point economically to get the hell up out of there, get the hell up out of there. It's not where you're supposed to live, it's where people choose to live. Man, get the hell up out of there. You 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 made it, bro. Like <laughs> That's not your neighborhood. That's a neighborhood that they funneled your ass into or gerrymandered you into or restricted you financially to live to or people choose to let, live there. It's not a place to say this this is our war zone. No. It's not your neighborhood. It's the neighborhood that people are in. And most of them in in many areas they look like you, but that's not your people. Come on, bro. People are living. Anyway, anyway, somebody said, uh, who are we talking about? I show speed. That's a popular YouTuber. Young brother. Anyway, Billy the Kid. Guys, I'm betting my salary that if you get a woman, wait, that if you get a woman, an HS, we're going to call it a herpes two test. Half are testing positive. Majority of people don't even know they have it. Yeah, that's the problem with the herpes virus. Many people carry, they don't even know they have it. They don't even know they have it. So if you give them a test, many women in this dating marketplace, we're going to show you this in a minute. I would say half have it. That's a that's a generous, that's a generous number. El Gigon says, what's up, coach? 
I'm a stepdad because I stepped up. Shout out to you. Congratulations, man, for stepping up. I think he's joking. King Hazy, do you think new people in charge feel guilty for all the racist cartoons Disney used to produce? No, they don't. You know what I mean? They don't. I, you know, <laughs> I don't think they feel sorry at all. So you're saying they're trying to over overcorrect potentially. Now they just hide those things, man. If you really know how, I mean, cartoons used to be racist. Bob says, why the nouveau rich black buy land? Why the nouveau rich black buy land? I'm not sure what the question is there, but um, I would say you can be a part of the community. If you feel a connection to the community that you were born into, not by choice, but your parents were so impoverished themselves or they were disadvantaged or there was institutionalism that kept them there. If you feel such a connection to that deep, dark, dank place and you want to invest, invest from afar, send your assistant in there, buy up all the liquor stores and the gun stores and the Planned Parenthood properties and buy up whatever the hell you want. But don't keep your ass in the neighborhood. You can do that from afar. You can put your wing stop right up in there. Put your wing stop right up in there in that strip mall. Buy up all the strip malls. Do whatever hair you want. All right. But you ain't got to be up all in there, all up in the video. Yeah, I don't know. Buy up all the stuff. I think that's the biggest thing condition affecting the personal wealth of people in general, but specifically people in the community is that they don't own the property within that community, but you want to stay in there. You don't own anything in there. You don't own much in there. Most of what you what most of what is earned owned in there is new, 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 new world order. Owned by them. And or new, uh, what you would call foreigners, new foreigners figure out real fast that they can um, come to this country. And the first port of entry, the first barrier of entry into their own independent wealth, because they don't have Social Security. Many of these people don't have education, but they know they can go to the black community and risk their lives putting up liquor stores or food fronts because of the cash flow that it it, it uh, has. Right. So they'll have a gas station and all that stuff. And they get they get it for relatively cheap. Um, and they spend their life savings on it. And then they stay in the hood, Habibi and all of them, and everybody in the bodega, all right? They stay in these hoods and they make great opportunities for foreigners. It would be a simple thing to do for many people in those hoods, but that's called work and they don't want to do it, bro. Mm -hmm. I think people are so entitled. They, they would rather complain about a $100,000 reparation check then to get your ass to work, you're going to have to do the 24-hour store, a uh, corner store bodega. Can you do it? $6,000 investment. $6,000 investment. All right, now you want the fast money. You want the fast money. You want the hose to close, the cars to loot. And then what do you do? The people in the community keep helping Habibi and them. And then guess what? Habibi and them and um, uh, corner store poppy, bodega poppy, guess what? They send their kids to college. They send their daughters to college. <laughs> it's crazy. Shout out to Henry Brazilian. I watch Ice Show Speed Streams. He had 75,000 people watching. Yes. I've seen his streams and he's had 50, 60, 70,000 people, people super chatting. And I'm telling you, he's raking it in. Abel returns to Eden, says, my dear coach, you know as well. As I do, that Disney characters 
is what black people will look like in 20 to 30 years. He says that's the new black. 20 to 30 years. <laughs> right? Are you serious? It's what they look like now. Am I lying? If you live in anywhere in the South, in the Midwest, it is what it is. And people, man, God want to come from my neck for revealing this truth. Do you want me to lie to you or reveal the truth? What do we want? What do we want? I mean, I know, man. We haven't even talked about, well, we did. Yeah, Wally is coming. Wally is coming by 2030. Let's talk about this brother right here. Man deletes coworker after she rejects his cold approach. Um, I'm just going to put it as a cold approach. But he was pestering her. He wasn't reading her choosing signals. She was being passive aggressive. She was not being direct and telling him what, what was going on here. When we get to the dating video, you're going to see what I'm talking about. She's a plain white uh, jet, uh, Becky. And from St. Cloud, Minnesota. And it's a brother, of course. And I'm not making it this a racial issue, but this guy right here is what's going on wrong with men. Okay. This is what's going on wrong with men. You're basing your value on women, average women. And I get it. It's tough out there, but this isn't the course of action. This isn't what we do. Let's let them tell the story over here. That requires our intervention. We step I'm going to have to refresh. Refresh it. Here we go. 28-year-old Nicole Hammond allegedly killed by a co-worker in the parking lot. Police alleging the suspect, Michael Carpenter, may have been upset after Hammond rejected his workplace advances. A criminal complaint saying the two exchanged text messages the night before the murder in which she told him she didn't want him to touch or manipulate her. All right, you're going to hear this when we get to the dating video, the seven dates and seven days. So obviously he had her contact information enough to text her. He was pushing. He was listening to his favorite dating coach tell him what the text. And she basically was like, you got my information, but I just want to say this passively, aggressively, not in your face. I'm afraid, afraid for a confrontation. Um, don't touch me. Don't manipulate me. Don't don't corner me. All of that stuff. And he couldn't take it. Simps. Simp, simp, ass, simp ninjas right here. Here we go. And asked that he not make things uncomfortable at work. Unfortunately, we had no idea. Their boss saying, sadly, Hammond never reported the possible harassment to supervisors. We are we are very attuned to our staff's needs, concerns, um, and any time that there is anything that, that, that requires our intervention, we step in. But in this case, we had we had no indication that there was anything awry. 28-year-old Nicole Hammond allegedly killed by a co-worker. Okay, that's repeating here. So, uh, what, this is what I wanted to tell you. Everybody get your calculators. You simp ninjas get your calculator too. Um, the, the world population of women is about roughly 4 billion. There's 4 billion women on earth, maybe about 3 billion if you take away the children and maybe about 2 billion when you take away the grannies. And you talk about the first world, second world, third world countries and whatnot. There's still third world countries that you could be successful with. But now you're going to lose your life in freedom. For one woman. What you don't realize is that there's more women on earth than men. This is an example of you have a situation here where you're in St. Cloud, Minnesota, and you have no reason to explore the world. Men have had to leave places to be able to make themselves available for women, right? Okay, the women in my neighborhood ain't doing it. I'm going to go to the other school. 
this school ain't doing it. I'm going to go to another state. This state ain't doing it. I'm going to go to another country. But no, this ninja, he's going to lose his entire life because a woman rejected him. Absolutely sad. You guys have a scarcity mindset, no mindset of abundance. And it's hard to reach. I know the guy, I believe, I think he was 36 years old. He way too old for doing this type of shit. But uh, let's say where they work. Did they work at the uh, Ace Hardware store? Where did they work? Um, I, I'm trying to find out where they work. Uh, can't see where they work. Uh, she obviously, unfortunately, lost her life. I, I don't. I don't suggest anybody do some stuff like this. This is terrible. This is this explains why. I mean, it's this is the dating marketplace, and he felt he needs to attack. By the way, coworker, again, why are you guys using your job to to get women? That's not what we're doing in 2022. Maybe in 1952. Maybe in 1962. In 2022, stop using the workplace to field your women. And we all know he just wanted to hit it. He didn't want to make a relationship out of that. So that was going to turn out dirty for him anyway. But this one-itis thing, this whole, um, they worked at a cookie shop, a cookie shop. So I think he was 36 years old. Yeah, he's 36. She's 28. I can't see from my article. Somebody said a cookie shop. Well, that tells you where he was in life. He had enough to get a gun, though. Mrs. Fields, are you crazy? They did he work at Mrs. Fields? Oh, oh y'all just lying. Okay, y'all messing around. 36 years old. This gump is deleting women because he doesn't have an abundance mindset and he's operating in scarcity. He's also trying to feel that work. That's a violation. He's also trying to get with women where he doesn't have an advantage over her. She sees him as an equal, and she's like, dude, I'm working at Mrs. Fields Cookie. You're a loser too. <laughs> she's like, dude. Why would I date you when I'm struggling at Mrs. Fields cookies and you out here making cookies with me? You a loser just like me. You got no leverage. You got zero leverage out here. The game ain't for you. You need to go to maybe some homeless women out here. Guys, when you working in a situation where you working next to a person and she a loser, guess what you are too. And you won't got no leverage. Leave her ass alone. Stop letting these dating coaches psych you out and talk about we're going to send you out there with the playerism and we're going to send you out there with the whole Mac and you running out there looking like this goofball and she turned you down passively aggressively and you got to delete her. It's time for some of y'all to step up. Now, if y'all don't want to step up, y'all don't want to step up. You don't want to have an abundance mindset at 36. He should have an abundance mindset. There's no reason why he shouldn't. Maybe if this dude was 23, I would be like, okay, yeah, I see what happened. But he's got swindled and hoodwinked by these dating coaches telling you that um, this is going to be your avenue to success. Lazily going around sloppily, just picking up on any woman you see instead of getting your situation straight. If you want to work at Miss Field Cookies at 36, fine. I'm not going to judge you for that. I'm going to judge you for what you did. But you don't have your priorities in order enough to be out here macking at work. Sad. Cold approaching ninjas. All right. Anyway, speaking of, let's talk about, um, let me see here. Yep. We got to close these tabs. Speaking of, let's talk about this woman right here. My goodness. The dating market is just out of control. 
So I've been telling you that these hoes is choosing out here. Yeah, man. Women know what they want. The days where women had to wait for men to do anything is gone. So we also tell you that not many women are single. We also tell you they're out here choosing. They're out here running game on most men, if not 85% or 90% of men. They're running the game. When they want to go creep, creep and get a sneaky link, they can find it. Most of you guys ain't offering them nothing, so I can agree with women. They're like, all these guys ain't offering me anything. I can somewhat agree with that. So when they do find a guy and want to be in a relationship with him or uh, he's a cheater and she sticks around, they're choosing to do this. They're making a choice. They're never a victim. So women, when I say this, you might were agreeing, yes, we out here choosing. Yes, these dudes are lame. However, you have to take the accountability. Whatever you get and you choose to do, you chose to do it. There's no rescuing your ass now. There's no victim mindset now. Let's listen to this young woman here talk about her body count and whatnot and what she would be willing to do in real time. Play it. What's your body count? 22. What are the odds of us making it? By the way, look at that little thing and them little big eyes and them chipmunk cheeks. She's a spinner. She's a spinner. She's probably half black, half Latina. She looks like she looks like more Latina than black. But uh, she says her body count is 22. Okay, 22. And shout out to whoever I'm sharing this TikTok from. I don't think it's hers. And many people will see her. Oh, she's so cute. She's a darling. She's somewhat slightly higher than average, right? She thick, whatever it is. And she's 22 years old, 22 people done hit. Now, we already know we can multiply that by three if we use the common logic. So it's more like 60. It's more like 66. But that's neither here nor there. Let's hear what the guys offer her, and let's see if she's willing to take it. Let's go ahead. Uh, 23, 24, 25, 26. In one night? Yeah, right now. Seven out of ten? If you missed it, I'll go back. What the guys asked on the cold approach, they know she's from the streets. They know she's definitely in these streets. In these streets? She confirmed she was in these streets. They said, all right, since you've been with 22 men, what are the odds that we can make it number 22, 23, 24, 25, 26? Meaning that there's four men around her, and she's wetter than the Niagara Falls from this attention, and she definitely wants somebody to clap them cheeks. Now, you know, what you get out of that after you withdrawal or something else. Let's see what the odds are of her doing this. You know she down for the game. Yeah. What are the odds of us making it uh, 23, 24, 25, 26? In one night? Yeah, right now. Seven out of ten? All right, that's somebody's girlfriend. That's somebody you're lusting over. That's somebody. Look at my man's face right here. Look at his face. <laughs> uh, Ninja's easily distracted, by the way. But uh, here it is right there. She said, you know, I'm kind of feeling it. If the time is right, if y'all got the right place, I'll take all of y'all on right now. She ready for it. She ready for it. She like, look, listen, if you say the right thing, I'll be down to get that choo-choo train ran on me. Choo-choo. If you say the right thing, she'd be like, I am a nasty woman. Yeah. Now, you guys fall in love with a woman like this. And she be out here in these streets. 
She's like, in the same night? Hmm. Put your hands up on my hips. When I dip, you dip, we dip. Look at that. She, she ready for the game. Look at how she's looking. She's like, I want that choo-choo. Train ran on me. I'll think about it. Odds of us making it uh, 23, 24, 25, 26. In one night? Yeah. Right now. Seven out of ten? All right, let's do it then. <laughs> oh, man. Lord have mercy. Now, somebody's going to say, well, coach, that was a cold approach. Yeah, but she about to get her train ran on her. She about to get a train. Most of the dudes ain't cold approach to try to get women getting trains ran on them, although I'm sure many people are. But this is kind of what's going on in our society right now. We've lost our way. Women have been able to see the ways, the wicked ways of Jezebel, and it's hard to pull them back from these streets, bro. In these streets. It's hard to pull them back. And it's hard to really decipher who's who anymore. The girl looked like she was cute. She had everything on. You know, she was showing a little mid-drift. Okay, but they all look like 304s at this particular point. And it's hard to figure out who's who. She's an IG little baddie. And she's like, I'll get that train ran on me. Later on, she's going to be like, what happened? Where did all the men go? <laughs> this is the woman that the dude was like putting a friendship ring on her. And then she going to college. It kind of looks like this woman. It, it, you know what? Now that I think about it, this probably is the same woman. Yeah. Oh. You don't want to be with nobody else but you, baby. Be quiet, man. Okay, I'm trying to start them off. Shit. But you. You're going to be no faithful. Oh, yes. You're not going to break us up. And it's just. Look at my ass, ring. baby. That's this true. The promise ring. Come on. Y'all spending time crying over these women. All right, simping for them. And you don't know she getting approached by four ninjas and she's sitting around like, I I'll think about getting them cheeks ran. Let's play it one more time and then get some, some country. What's your body count? 22. What are the odds of us making it uh, 23, 24, 25, 26? In one night? Yeah, right now. Seven out of ten? All right, let's do it then. Wow, boy, she loved that attention, man. Where your daughters at, guys? Where your daughters? Look at in one night? Odds of us making it uh, 23, 24, 25, 26? In one night? In one night. <laughs> you mean right now I'll go for that somebody's gonna marry this woman let me see if I can get it one more time 24 25 26 in one night yeah. in one night guys I've had women like this and I've sent they ass right back to their college dorm six in one night yep I had them dude this is why I know I'm on the dark side in one night yep the stuff they did in one night bro you don't even know your girlfriend did it one night and one night gentlemen <laughs> oh man it's hard brothers let's take that down it's hard out here for you young brothers man i feel bad for you young brothers let me see if i need to cover this real quick um 
Oh, speaking of Young Brothers, let's cover this, and I'll get to the Super Chats. Shout out to Locals.com, brother. Y'all share some great videos. What's up, guys? Me. So uh, here's a woman, fair use right here. Uh, th this is Justin a woman. Jones Wait a minute, what the hell? Steve Sisolak and Alyssa. Damn, there's the Nevada. What is this shit? <laughs> I guess I'm not signed into my YouTube. Deal. What is this? Shut up. We don't want to vote for any of you goofies. All right, so anyway, here it is right here. Somebody just got a free ad ran on my damn channel. All right, so here it is right here. They're going to go interview Wimp. They're at the junior college. They're at the they're at the junior college, gentlemen. We're going to see what the mindset of the junior college women are. Why they out here selling cheeks instead of dating many of you men. We know that many of you men are virgins out here. Let's see what they want and their expectations are out here. Back to the Daily Dropout. I'm Danny. Today, I'm going to be asking girls, how much money should a guy make per year? Fair use. How much money should a guy make per year? All right. All right. Here we go. Oh, no. Good Lord. <laughs> Jesus. They all got the white girl uniform on. They all do. This is the problem with white girls. This is the problem with white girls. They're literally clones of each other. And I've warned you Puerto Ricans. I've warned you black women to stop competing with them. These are fives or fours in the white community. But they all got to dress the same. And they're all competing for the top 10% of men worldwide. Worldwide. New, 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 new world. Order. So they got a stock factory issue. They literally got the same clothes on from the same store, bro. This is look at these women right here. Hey, this is why I tell melanated people stop trying to be these people. It's hard enough. Like this woman is already out of the game. She's already out of the, the top 10% man game. Look at that face. Look at that body. All right. This one halfway in. She halfway in, halfway out. This one got a chance. All right, and this one is all manufactured. They all got the same, bro. Dude, I grew up and I lived in communities, man. This is the stock fact. This is called stock factory issue. And so then black women will put on the blonde wig. And I'm like, dude, do not try to compete with them. It's hard enough competition. Just be black. <laughs> you can't compete with Becky. Ku Klux Kaylee. They got the same clothes, same bag, same water bottle. All right, let's continue. Oh, yeah, people smashing it. This is smashing. But let's go ahead and continue. Hi, guys. So my question for you is how much money do you think a guy... She covering her gut down here. All right, how much money do you think a guy should make? I should make per year. Um, Depends where they live. I mean, if I'm, like, dating them, it'd be nice if they were at least making 100000 Wow. 100000 Okay, now we talking now. All right, now we in the foldable category here. Now we're talking. Let's see here. Um, I have no clue. All right, a she million, don't. Million? A million. A million, gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> a million. <laughs> okay. We're at ASU, you know. So you're not going to. Arizona State. Arizona State. Arizona State. There it is right there. We told you about ASU, gentlemen. I've already told you and warned you about Arizona State. Let's continue. She said $1 million. This one right here. This woman right here said you need to make $1 million a year. Continuing. Find him here. <laughs> like fully like adult. There's Arizona State. Arizona State be popping, brother. All right, let's continue. Someone that you would consider wanting to be with the rest of your life. 300K. Three figures. Three figures. God damn, bro. All right, so. 
let's go back to the the fish lip girl. <laughs> so this is your Instagram model. This is your girl on OnlyFans. And with next to her plan, you need to make three hundred thousand dollars a year. No, she's a stripper too. Yes. You would consider wanting to be with the rest of your life. Three hundred k. Three figures. Three figures. Okay. So she's a gymnast. She's a little spinner. Three figures. That's for one night, gentlemen. That's for one night. I got money. Why is that? <laughs> Just because, like, that's a stable income, I'd say. Stable income. Like $500,000, $500, gentlemen. Go ahead. Go ASU, brothers. This is the junior college. 500. This is this is uh this is Tempe. $500,000. These people don't know what the hell they're talking about. They have no clue. 500K. Let's continue, bro. Is that a lot? Is that a lot? No, that's, uh, 500 is like normal. On a good day, yeah. I mean, it depends. Yo, she been getting... You, I would tell you, I would defile the hell out of her. But anyway, let's continue. Okay. Uh, a lot were expensive. Yeah. A lot were expensive. Look at the woman who just said a lot. We're, she looks worse than all of them on the screen. A lot were expensive. Oh, my God. Anyway, continuing. Mills. Mills. Oh, Mills, shit. Millions of dollars a year for that. Right there, brother. You young men. This is a, these are the normies at ASU. They're just walking by. Um, you, you got to make a million dollars for that. Okay, let's continue. Okay, I don't really care. I think. Okay. I mean, I like when guys like pay for dates and stuff. So she a, a nerd. Thirty k a year. Is that something you're okay with? Yeah, that, I think that would be great. She don't have a clue what the hell's going on. These women don't have no clue about what money is. Let's continue. Like your husband. Oh shit. Oh, not husband. husband. Yeah, I think that would be fine if it was my husband. Thirty k. I wouldn't really say it would Oh, no. Oh, hell no. Brothers is, man, y'all done took a snapshot of this picture. I can't wait to hear what she got to say. I haven't watched this video, by the way. Fair use. Fair use. Fair use. Uh, we can, we can show this constructive criticism and teaching purposes. I can't wait to hear this shit. I mean, as long as they treat me respectfully. Okay. Minimum six figures, no matter what the situation is. No matter what the situation is, six figures for that. Continuing. We have an expensive lifestyle. Oh, my God. We have an expensive lifestyle. You're at Arizona State University, and you got Lululemon pants. Look at the woman over here. She got her mouth open right here. We have an expensive lifestyle. And she's covering her gut. What are we doing? Man, the world, let it burn. Let it burn. Yeah, no, I mean, I totally understand. We got to get good skincare routine, you know, the whole, Zoe. whole nine yards. $100,000 for that. <laughs> Brothers, 100K for that. You got to make what? If you make 100K, you do not qualify for this. Continuing. 120K. 120. Okay, oh. and like maybe like 120. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, I would say like 80 to 150 over 100K. Y'all done, bro. <laughs> now this one might have a chance. Let's hear what she has to say. You get to a certain age, like I don't 
don't know. I'm also kind of like a gold digger. So. I'm so, a gold um, digger. I'm planning on just like supporting myself. Okay. Um, with my income. So I don't really plan on being supported by the person. Now, this is why, again, I say don't compete. I always tell minority women, stop competing with white women because they're on a whole nother level. They have a princess complex that you can't even compete with. Most of them don't. If you looked at all the white women in this video, most of them don't even there. You can't distinguish one from the other. Like in terms of looks like the scale, they all were kind of sixes or between six and below, maybe up to seven. They there's no heavy hitters out there. Maybe this one, but she's all made up. They're almost all the same. And they're sitting, sitting here going 300,000, 100,000. And they all kind of busted. Continuing. That I'm dating. What is the lowest you would go, though? Um, 500,000. Wow. I could have, a, like, a, a nice, like, settled life with, like, a 200,000 a year. Oh, man. Y'all done. Y'all done out here. They serious, too. <laughs> they serious. <laughs> oh. And she's 23, 20. These girls are 18, 19, 20, 21. I think I could settle, you know, 500,000, 200,000. Like, okay. Normal, great, yeah. What's the lowest, though, that you would go for? Um, I don't think money is talking. Uh, maybe like a. She played volleyball. Uh, it has to be. You just I said know, one or two mil. Would you be down for 80? Yeah, 80, 60. I'd be fine. Okay. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, she don't know money. She just doesn't know. She's just unaware. She she's she's just a ditz. She has no clue. A half a million. Half. I'm sticking with a hundred thousand. He's got a you know. Yeah, I I would agree a hundred thousand preferably. I mean, as long as they're stable, like have a good job, like a car and a house. I I don't think like money cares. Like it's not that high on my. She's just a freshman. I mean, listen, that she just don't know what's going on. She 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 right in Joe Biden Joe Biden's character. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. Hey, this is why seeking is popping. This is why it's popping right now because these women will take anything. Let's go ahead. List, I'd say. Well, I would probably say the lowest I could, would consider going is sixty five thousand a year because then, like, if they're young, they have room for improvement and they can get promotions and work their way up. It's would always there. You got they got to work their way up. Let's continue in here. Be comfortable with making more money than your guy or no? Um, probably not. No, uh -huh. I don't want him to rely on me. If he's still working and making money, then I don't think it really would matter if you're both putting work in. The guy who's talking to told me women shouldn't be working. So, <laughs> no. With a whole family, right? You got like four dogs, yeah. 10 kids. Uh, 10 kids is a stretch. That, no pun intended. That was just. This girl don't know okay, what she's talking well, about. I'm expecting to make a lot of money. So. Oh, my God. She's going to be a CEO. She's going to work for Twitter, I suppose. Let's continue. I'm okay with, like, carrying it. So you're down to be the breadwinner? Yeah. No, I wouldn't mind if I was making more money as long as they're making a lot. I think we both need to be rich. And we can, you know, both have a really nice lifestyle. I mean, do you care about how he would make his money? Like, real estate job versus, you know, a male stripper? I don't think so. Money's money. Yeah, they don't care. So there it is right there. They uh, nope, just give me the money. <laughs> I guess I, I would, yeah. So if he was like just railing chicks on OnlyFans, you'd be fine with that? I'd be a little more mad about that one. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So they, they won't date an OnlyFans model, but we're supposed to. Oh my god. Oh, I, speaking of cloning, guys, look. Speaking of clone, take a look. 
when you're dealing with this grade of women, this class of women, most everything they're going to do is almost exact down to the basic stock factory issue down to everything they choose. It is almost like clockwork. Everything they do, everything they choose it is very much cloned. You can't distinguish one like the to distinguish one to the from the other is like mostly like weight. And it's a small distinction, like five to 10 pounds, maybe 15 pounds. They all got to apply, do the same thing. Anyway, continue. Sorry, the ADD is really. <laughs> wait, what the? F OK, yep. what would happen if you, you know, started dating this guy and he told you that he had a lot of money, whatever. And then you later found out he was broke. I'd leave him. He's a liar. And he's broke. Oh, oh. He has like no motivation to fix it. Or he's like, I've been selling feet pics nonstop on my OnlyFans. And I'm, I swear to God, I will be making 100K by the end of the year. I know someone that does that. <clears throat> Probably like blackmail him, maybe cry a bit. Yeah. Leak yeah. his dick pics. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Well, you know, continuing. I, I go to U of A and I went go, there. really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, bear down. But the men here are way hotter and all the guys there are assholes. All right, so she's in that. Oh, she she's on ASU's campus. She goes to U of A. It's about an hour or so drive difference. And she's over there because all the th 38,000 students at University of Arizona in Tucson aren't good enough for her. She has that mindset. The dudes are better over there. All right, that's the mindset. They're better over there. So she's on ASU campus hunting. And she looks like this. She looks like this. Like she looks like she's a six. She's a five. She's stock factory issue. She doesn't look any different than the previous 15 girls we've seen on the video. Okay. Is that yeah. what you're, that's you talking shit? No, I'm just, I, okay. A guy named Will. One that's all dude. I gotta say. One He's dude. Yeah, fuck you, Will Antique. Do you guys care about how he makes his money? You know, because if he's making good money, does it matter what he's doing specifically to make that money? Honestly, kind of, yeah. Man, these people, bird brains, bird brains. Yeah. Eh. All right, you guys, thanks so much. There for you go. And, and fair use for that video right there. Fair use for using that video. We're just educating young men of that was the sample size of what you're dealing with and the mindsets, right? You guys are trying to make your money. You guys are trying to go out here and make it. Do your best. And they're wanting the top tier men. 400000 a year. 300000 Wow. Very tough, uh, very tough dating marketplace. And those are young women. Those aren't our, even the 30-year-olds. And by the way, if you're a 30-year-old woman, that's what you're competing against. So if you're a 30-year-old woman and you say, I want a guy that makes six figures, you're competing also with the guy with the girls that are 22 saying they want a six figure guy. You're not distinguishing yourself. And if that guy has six figures and you're 30 and she's 22, who is he going to choose? He's going to be like, I'll just take the younger, hotter one, the bird brain. The 30 year old woman's going to say, Well, I'm smart, intelligent. I have a career. So I could focus on my career. And nobody cares about any of that. No dude cares about that. Doesn't mean you're going to be a better girlfriend, wife, or a selection. Anyway, let's get to some super chats. And then we'll get on to the seven dates in seven days. Seven dates in seven days. And it's going to be a plain Jane. We on white women today. We on white women's neck today. Shout out to um, Abel Returns to Eden, my dear coach. Um, I got you already. Shout out to ACDC. Rest in peace to Nicole Hammond Egger. <laughs> oh, no. You cold. 
Mr. Um, Benz B, he says, listening for the, wait, listening for a long time, donating for the first time, long time, first time. He says, hopefully they won't put that on the manosphere. Yes, that's true too. We don't want them to put that on the manosphere. We don't suggest men go out and carry their failing, failing dating marketplace. We don't, we, don't, we don't hope you do any of that. Pick a dating coach though. Shout out to JCM. He gives me a super sticker, a dance. JC also says delusional because they 1% daddy paid for their college. Delusional because their 1% daddy paid for their college. If they're lucky. Uh, one thing about that group of people, they tend to come from, tend to come from homes that are not broken. So let's just say, and I talked about this, when you want to date suburban women, not white trailer park trash, like, you know, you not, 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 not pogs or what you would call a, um, there's a certain word for that. But anyway, uh, or they, oh, I can't remember what they call it. Mud sharks, mud sharks, a mud shark. She comes from a broken home trailer park or whatnot. Low income. We're talking about kids that come from two parent households in the suburbs. If you're dealing with them and not just kind of running through them, they'll bang a couple of chads and Tyrones. But if you're dealing with them seriously, if you're not in a good economic situation, meaning you live in an apartment and she's lived in a house her entire time, she's probably not going to take you seriously dating wise. It's going to be hard for you to pull her when she grew up in a house. 2,500 square feet, 3,000 square feet, backyard, dog in the yard, and here you are in an apartment. They're going to be like, hmm. <laughs> They're going to be like, I don't get it. They're not going to ever understand you. Why would you? And But you're totally fine with living in an apartment. They're never going to think they're compatible with you in any way. Seriously. Now, if you just a Chad or a Tyrone, that's different. That's different. Yes, you're going to plow through them. But most dudes aren't Chads and Tyrones. Okay? Anyway. Yeah, they'd be like, do you have a cabin for the winter? Do you have a house, a summer house? We have a spring house in, in Palm Springs. They're on a different echelon than you. So if you want to, if you're not Chad and Tyrone and you go date them seriously and you're on that, you have that economic class distinction like that, you don't got no chance. You might have a little bit of a chance, but after a while, she's going to be like, don't you want to buy a million dollar house and a cabin in the woods in Wyoming and a spring residence in Palm Beach, Florida? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy like that. All right, and again, somebody's going to try to prove me wrong. Not me, man. I got that player mode, and I can overcome all of that. We're not talking about you. See, you don't represent, and you're not making the dude be, become that. So we're dealing with the majority of men. They're never going to be that. I don't care what you tell them. You're going to send them out there, and then you're going to be like that dude deleting the girl. Yep, the house on the lake. I got a house up in Big Bear, right on Big Bear Lake, right on Lake Elsinore, and your dumb ass living in an apartment. <laughs> nah nah you ain't never took a vacation in your life yeah good luck bro <laughs> all right anyway uh let's see here what do we got jc says meanwhile the girl who smashed work at the wait meanwhile the guy who smashed work at the cookie shop really i don't know man it's crazy DJ B fit. She asked for how the man wait. She asked how much the man needs to make, not how much student loan debt you have. Exactly. 
But of course, if they got student loan debt, they're like, I need them to make that much more money. Wow. Paul G. Paul Giamatti says, keep this information going for future generations. He says it is important for men to have this knowledge. Thank you for your abundance and your determination. We need this information. We need a reality check. Johnny Johnson, you sent the super chat, but you didn't say anything, but I appreciate your contribution. Thank you, brother. Oh, hold on for a second. Where's my mouse? All right, I got to be over here. I don't want to shut down the stream accidentally working with two mouses. All right, we got no drift. Shout out to you. Keep, uh, keep, I need to do my ab crunches watching you. Shout out to you. Thank you for your super chat. Lawar Moore says, uh, AMS talked about something like this before. And it, I think it was about the dude deleting the, the girl. AMB Trucking says, you got to have game, coach. <laughs> you got to have game out here. Yes, indeed. Showtime. Chris says, I show speed, enjoys the flatbacks. Hello. And those are the flatbacks here. If you ever know wanted to know what flatbacks are, ASU is a prime example. You can walk around. They got flatbacks everywhere. All right. Shout out to Laura Moore says, instead of a cookie shop, it happened at a carnival. Damn. Not the carnies. Nate Bitt says, this dream can be summed up. Watch the great gas Gatsby. Thank you, brother. All right. Half space will travel. They're not capping. Tech nerds, gumps, make that money. Yes, they do. And Silicon Valley guys are going to swoop them up. So if let's just say they find these guys and they make 100,000, 200,000, 300,000. Um, and they marry them. They're not marrying them because they love them. They're marrying them because of what they have. The money, energy, attention, and time. Now, they're going to give up the cheeks to guys that have less. They're going to date guys that have less. They're going to think you're a loser. Or they don't give guys certain access. It depends on what you want from these people. If you want something serious and you want a companion, it's going to be tougher out here with the next generation's mindset. Macaroni Tony, these college girls are funny because they let the basketball dunking. I think, I don't know what that name is. Front, the, the frat row, Chad and Brad, and the smoking, the weed out, Wesley, all hit for free. That's the problem as well. Because those guys, again, we tell you, those guys are getting access to those girls. At, we know this. But most guys aren't that girl. I mean, most guys aren't that guy. So what do you do then if you're not that guy? Most times you can't become that guy. Or if you do become that guy, say you become that guy, it's not going to be overnight. It's going to take you a while. My suggestion is wait until, not wait, work yourself up and you come back to the junior college when you're in your 30s, 35, 40. You can come back and swoop them the hell up. Trust me, I have had no problems getting those girls to do whatever they want for a nominal fee. I got money. <laughs> those girls will do what just about anything. Soon as I put them in the 911, they get leaking. All right, I got to get I got to get a um I got to get one of those cloths that soak up the water. I got to put it right down on that seat. And they come monkey double backflipping and doing everything they need to do. And they go right back to the junior college. I drop them right back off on their college campus, right back at their dorm, right back around the corner on campus housing. <laughs> they love it. They love it. Oh, uh, man. Hold up for a second. Where did I go on the screen here? I got all of those. Zero fallout besides the junior college. Up there is a small city 
with not much to do. As you travel away from the Twin Cities, the melanation drops dramatically like off of a cliff. Yeah, I know about that. Yeah. Minnesota, uh, most, most cities in the Midwest, that includes Chicago, Detroit, Indiana, Indianapolis, Milwaukee, Minnesota, most of those cities in the Midwest, if you go 20 miles outside of the city center, the melanation drops to like 2%. But within the city center, it's like 13, 25. And many people are disillusioned when they grow up in those cities. The most disillusioned people on earth are melanated people in the Midwestern cities. Completely do not understand what the world looks like. You have no clue what the real world looks like. It's kind of like going to a HBCU. You're not even going to a real world situation, right? It's not going to look like boomerang when you go out in corporate, corporate America. But you've been so sheltered and don't leave 20, 20 miles out of your city center. And you think everything looks worldwide like that city you grew up in. And it does not. It looks nothing like that. When you leave 20 miles outside of Minneapolis, 20 miles outside of Milwaukee, 20 miles outside of Indianapolis, it looks whiter than the driven snow. I mean, there's no, there's no black folks out there for 400 miles. For 400 miles. <laughs> like you won't see another ninja out there for 400 miles. You'll be driving and you'll be seeing nothing but cows, miles of corn and wheat, silos, milk silos. You won't see sh <laughs> more cows than ninjas. So if, you, if you're a black male, young black male, under 25, and you're listening to me, I'm going to tell you this. If you live in St. Louis, East St. Louis, Kansas City, Memphis, Milwaukee, Detroit, Minneapolis, Minneapolis, that's not the real world. And you grew up in the city, that ain't the, Chicago, that ain't the real world. Go 20 miles north, south, east, or west. And then you'll see what the rest of the world looks like. Then you see what the rest of America looks like. You think that like it's 60% black people around the whole damn nation, and there's not. There's 60% where you go to school. Even Philadelphia is like that. Go, go to anywhere Philadelphia. Stand, stand in Philadelphia, get in a car, drive to New Jersey. Go to central New Jersey and count how many black people you see there. <laughs> That's a two-hour drive. You'll see not that many. Leave Kensington. Leave Kensington and drive two hours to central New Jersey. You'll see none. You'll see nobody. You'll be like, what is going on out here? So anyway, I try, I try to tell people this because brothers don't get it. I know a lot of people don't get it. You grow up in these areas and you think everything kind of looks like you and you're like, how come they don't care about us? How can I well, go to, go to somewhere in middle America. You, you will find out real fast. There's not many. But I'm not saying this to put you down. I'm just saying this is a reality check. It's a significant reality check. Detroit, same thing. Cleveland, same thing. All right. Um, we just want to give people what's real out here. Shout out to, oh, my Lord. <laughs> Hold on for a second. I got to flash this up. 
Hold up for a second. Somebody just paid the junior college fee for the month, the week. Uh, here it is. Let me just do this real quick. Hold on for a second. I'm rich, bitch. Number, let me give you another one. I'm rich, bitch. My God. All right. Shout out to you. You support it where other people cannot. He says, young men, listen to coach. Build yourself up first. Get your paper up. Do not panic. He says, I was that awkward guy and built myself. He says, when you deal with most women, when you, he says, you will realize that they have very little to offer and you can disqualify most for a serious relationship. I've been with them all over the world. Your paper and status is the trump card. But Teddy KGB, appreciate you, brother. Let's give you a round of applause out here. Yeah, Atlanta too. Atlanta too. I've been telling you guys about Atlanta. I have relatives. I've been in Atlanta through the 80s and the 90s. When you leave Atlanta, you could go to Cumming, Georgia. Pause. Cumming, Georgia, the population of black folks decreases just like that. Then take your ass out there by to Athens, significantly drop. Then go out in the middle of damn Augusta and Savannah. Yeah, I mean, in the middle between there, drops. So, um, <laughs> so shout out to you for the bag. I know people disagree with this and they'll say, no, nah, it's just not about getting your paper up and working and hustling. You can get some Mac or some gain, but that's short-term solutions. Most men are not looking for short-term. They want short-term success. But if you want sanity, if you want clarity, and you want to be in a position to disqualify women, it's a long-term process. You got to build yourself up. You got to build yourself up. All right, that's what it is. And long-term, you'll have sanity and clarity. If you steep, kill, steal, try, like, I'm going to hit on the women at work, and I'm going to try to get a woman to build with me, and I'm going to try to hit on these women, 100 women at a time, you're going to do that for the next 20 years. And maybe 30 or 40 years. It's going to get ugly out there. You want the clarity. You want the sanity. All right, appreciate you, brother. Hey, what is going on here? And most of us are dealing with awkwardness. We're dealing with goofiness. We're not all going to be player ball. We're not all going to be this guy. We're not all going to be the, the fake character PUA. We got to figure this out. You want long-term clarity. Uh, let's see here. And by the way, man, shout out to, um, I was getting brothers over here. Uh, Macaroni Tony says, Different day, same-ish. Ain't nothing good in the hood. He says, I'd run away from this biatch. He says, I'd never come back if I could. And that's from 50 Cent. The goal is to get out of the hood. Please get out. It's not a good place mentally. And um, not saying that the people are no good. It's not a good place for you to be mentally. It's nice. There's good people there. There's older people there that invested in there. And they, they're powerless against kind of the corruption or the lack of the lack of uh, structure there and they're allowing the criminal element to, to rise up in these communities and nobody reports on them. Nobody snitches on them. So it gives them a disadvantage. And I think if you're wanting to grow and you're stuck there now, you got to get out. You got to get out. Not saying the people are bad. It's just the environment that it is. It's not a realistic environment. You'll find that out. Go somewhere, go to, you live in Milwaukee, go to Wisconsin Dales. You're going to be like, damn, you're going to be like, the scenery is fantastic here. 
You're going to call it a scenery. You're going to say scenery. You know, a scenery is a facade. A scenery is what they put in the background of movies. It's not scenery. That's their reality. You hear water. You hear birds chirping. Not crows and seagulls. <laughs> you hear birds chirping. You can get a clear thought. You don't hear the amalams running up and down the street. You don't hear fighting. You don't hear arguing. Nobody's arguing over 20 bucks. You can hear the ducks quacking. <laughs> You're like, man, what is this? The scenery is fantastic. It's not scenery. That's real. It's real in the field. All right, so let me see here. I'm going to get too much. Got too much going here. I want to hit up the banners here. So we're going to get to the plain Jane. Seven dates in seven days. Why the dating marketplace, again, this is going to give you another indication of what the dating market's turned into. Market is turned into. This woman that we're going to put up on the screen, uh, let's see if I can get it up real quick. That's what he said. <laughs> let me see if this is her. Okay, let's take down Bobby Schmerger. We got to take him down. Uh, let's see if I can find a video of her. All of the videos. Okay, so this woman right here. This woman right here. Uh, I think she's in Tel Aviv. She's in Tel Aviv. She's not American, but she does speak very, she's clear English. This one right here that you see on the screen was able to go on seven dates in seven days. Now, I'm gonna, we're going to go over why this is almost impossible for most men. I don't care what kind of game you're running. This is damn near impossible. And it's not because you're a loser. It's not because you don't, uh, it's not because you don't have any skills in getting women. It's not because the women are, aren't available to you. We're going to talk about it. She has an experiment, went on seven dates in seven days. And she's going to report on how entitled she is. How did it turn out? This is what we're going to do. Oh, the flake rate by itself will prevent you from going on seven dates in seven days. Do me a favor, man. We're going to take a little bit of commercial break. We're going to drain the lizard and we're going to come back here. We're going to get a drink. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right, shout out to our homeboy, DJ B Fit says he, by the way, coach, I just bought your books from Audible and we'll also get the hard copy. Thank you for your wisdom, helping me find perspective. Yes, we're trying to get the men advantage. Ladies, you should be supporting this movement. Let's get into this woman right here. You see her on the screen. Plain Jane goes on seven dates in seven days. Is this entitlement? Why could a woman in our dating marketplace be able to get access to seven dates consecutively. Do you think most men have this access? Do you think most men have access to seven days, dates in seven days? 
Now, some women will say, absolutely, coach. I deal with men that got plenty of women. Of course, this is because we deal with what we would call hypergamy. You're dealing with men that are obviously going to be, uh, you're attracted to them for a variety of reasons. And I tell you, you're all dealing with the same men. Roughly, statistically, if we take 33% of men that are getting no action, the men that are struggling to get action, and then the small percentage of men, the 10, 20, 30%, 20% of men that are getting the rest of the available women, by virtue of this, most men could not do what she's doing. But she can do it easily. Let's give you some reasons why most men can't do what they're doing. Number one, you can't get seven different women to show up on seven consecutive days, right? You couldn't get one woman for a Monday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a third. By the time you get to Wednesday, you've already had two or three flake on you. You've already had flake rate considerably high. I do this and I call it double booking. I've been in situations where I've been double booked same time or within a two hour difference. Because if I ask a woman, are you available? Are you available Tuesday or Thursday? Pick. She'll say she's available Tuesday, last minute. Oh, I'm not available until Thursday. Oh, shit. But now I got people lined up and I'm double booked. The flake rate alone will make men lose out on this opportunity. Number two, not uh, the, the time availability. I don't have time throughout the week to be doing seven dates on a seven, seven consecutive, sorry, sorry, second consecutive dates. New, 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 new we don't have the time to do something like that. I know this is a moment in time, but I don't have time to plan seven dates. The next reason why. She just has to show up. She just has to show up. I have to set the reservation. I have to make the plan. I have to have the finances available to be able to take seven different women out on seven different dates. Again, the exception to the rule is going to be the Chad and Tyrone and the player who thinks he's going to jump over all these hurdles. Most men aren't these guys. And I don't care how much player in Chad that you try to make a person. They're not going to get this accomplished. I got to be able to afford, even if we're just buying drinks. The onus is on me to support that. I got to pay for that because then she's going to be like, well, I have more options. I'm just going to go out with Chad tomorrow. So the onus is on me if I want to pony up and get into this game and then prevent her from having all these options. So that, that's going to be something that a male has to overcome then. Most men have to overcome that. The next thing, if she finds out you're just dating multiple women out here, she's going to be like, oh, I'm not going out with you. I'm not going out with you. But she's dating multiple men, and she doesn't see the difference. Oh, what, what's the difference? I'm just exploring my options. You're out here talking to seven different women? See, these are the things we're talking about here. Now, let's go. There's video after video. So we're going to go through one video, the next video, the next video. And we're going to look at what this woman took, what it took this woman to get seven salamis out in seven consecutive days. And she's going to tell the tale about it. Now, I've only seen two of the videos. I haven't seen them all. So we're going to we're going to we're going to um, explore this together. Says out here, this is the, the article. It says when we sign up to go on one date. We hype ourselves up so much before the date that we can't possibly see ourselves going on another date in the same week. Oh, I mean, just think about the energy it takes for a male to go on a date. Not only that, for me, I can't deal with seven different women at a time. Okay, I would be exhausted by this point. 
all of these useless, meaningless conversations. Yes, this is the carousel, if you wish. Yeah, this is the carousel. <laughs> says right here, um, especially when we end up not being into our dates. He says, we put so much time and effort into the first date only for it to not go as well that we def uh, we, def wait, we definitely don't want to do it again in the same week. We assume most people are like us, but there are plenty of extroverts out there who can go out on dates like it's a total piece of cake. TikToker Maya Ray Ray decided to challenge herself to a crazy dating challenge that we would never attempt ourselves. Her mission was to go on seven dates in seven days and document all of her triumphs and defeats on her TikTok account. The challenge has finally come to an end and she lives to tell about it. Let's scroll down and let's go through what happened on date number one. She's going to do the date and then recap. I might have to refresh the screen really quick because oh, Jerry Lee Lewis has died. Anybody ever seen the goodness gracious great ball of fire? He died at 87. I didn't really know he was still alive here. But let's just take a moment of silence for Jerry Lee Lewis, if you will. Yes, there it is. And his cousin. Pause. All right, here we go. Uh, seven dates in seven days. Oh, a year ago, I challenged myself to go on seven dates in seven oh, days. Oh, a year ago, I and don't ask me why, but I'm doing it again. So welcome back to oh. seven dates in seven days. Anyone who knows me knows that I really do hate dates with a burning passion, especially first dates. So this is like the perfect challenge for me. Today is date number one, and it's with a guy that I literally met two days ago while walking home from the beach. Okay, so man, I might have to start this video over. She she met him on a cold approach, cold approach date. She was literally walking home doing absolutely nothing and a guy offered himself to her. Let's see what happens. Don't know what inspired me to give him my number, but come to think of it, I'm not very good at not giving people my number. I want you to hear that part right there. She says right there, it was a cold approach. I don't know for a second. I'm trying to delete somebody over here on the Notorious channel. Um, I'm not, she says it was a cold approach. I'm not very good at not giving my number, which would be a success category, you would think. But I just gave up my number, and she's going to tell you how she deals with you after the fact. Um, I'm much better at rejection over text. <laughs> there it is. I'm much better at rejection over text. So a lot of people will think they approach 100 women, they get 13 numbers, they will it down. I'll just reject your ass over text. <laughs> Okay, let's continue. Can't tell I'm in a rush because this just started right now. He just asked me to get a beer and I was like, it's now or never. Good thing about this being in a rush is that I don't really have time to dwell over it, like how I look and what I wear and I can just kind of show up and be like, this is, this is, this is what, this is what you get. This is yeah, man, that ain't much, brother. I'm telling you right now, that ain't much. This woman is very, 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 very average to below average and she got, Chad to walk up for easy pipe down. Let's continue. So I am going to keep the ground rules the same for this challenge. Definitely not going to let anybody into my home. Definitely not going to go out with someone I've already been out with. And I guess the third rule can be that I will definitely update all of you guys on how it all goes. Hopefully I make it out decently mentally stable. Oh, don't you just hate when guys. I don't know if I'm going to get copyright for this music <laughs> in the background. I probably am. Let's continue. She's painting her face up like the road warriors at this point. And she kind of marked up a, a point, maybe a half a point in looks. Guys, ask if you're spontaneous. I really just feel like that's code for like, are you gonna put out? Like, I don't buy it. This is the best I could do in five minutes. Now let's get into the outfit. 
Okay, I don't have a headphone. Stop factory issue flat back. I mean, straight. Limited options because I've been to my life. So this woman got seven dates. Continuing. We're going long pants and we're going crop top. Let's see what I come up with. I can't tell this is good. Man, I wish I could pause it on what the outfit is. That right there, bro. That look, dude, this is if you look like that, the male version of that, you ain't getting self seven dates. Continue. Yeah, really, really cute. But this is definitely not a good angle. Wait, is this better? Get to the. Are you wearing a black top? Okay. Great. I think this is cuter. It does show a lot of belly. She but flat back, but yeah. Else, so. She That's definitely flat back. Denim is the best way to get rid of um, deodorant stains. FYI, this is a lot of belly. This is a lot of belly. Is it? Do we care? Is it kind of like? Okay. Would you think I was cool if you saw me like walking down the street? Don't answer that. Hi. Here I am, ready to go. Grab a beer. We don't have to talk about. And by the way, I'm not dissing her looks or the quality. I'm 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 not dissing her. What we're saying is, she has the option of seven dates in seven days. And she just was like, I'll try it. Like, if if most of you guys tried this shit, you're not going to pull it off. <laughs> All right, let's continue. At the state of my bed right now. Actually, I, like, have 15 minutes. I could. Yeah, clean your bed off, because that's where we're coming back. I give up. That's what her bedroom looks like, Brett, man. Okay, let's continue. What's the next? What's the update? I challenge myself to go on seven dates in seven days, and this is a recap of date I'm number one. I was A recap. I'm definitely getting a copyright. Super nervous to go on this date, but there was an immediate green flag because this man's was literally like, I know a place, and took me to a gay bar. I thought that was so cool. It showed a lot of confidence and tolerance, and you could just tell I was really into it. We drank a whole bottle of wine together, and the conversation really flowed. A whole bottle of wine at a gay... What in the world? He took... He took her to a gay bar. That's some pickup 101 right there. Hey, man, to get these hoes to really get your confidence up, to think you're a confident male, take her to a gay bar. And then and then they drunk up a whole bottle of wine, which is three and a half glasses. But that bottle of wine cost him 30 bucks. All right, let's continue. The only thing that rubbed me the wrong way was when I asked him if he hits on a lot of girls he meets off the street. And he was like, yes. But clearly, I was really smitten by him. So I just took all these dramatic videos. But they're also kind of cute because I just didn't expect to have such a good time. So I gave it a 9 out of 10. I'll see you the next day. Okay, wait, 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 wait. He took you to a gay bar. Let's get up, bruh. Jesus Christ. I feel bad for you brothers out here. He took you to a gay bar. He bought you a whole bottle of wine. Y'all drunk it up. He said, I got hoes out here in these streets. In these streets. And she was like, yeah, this went well. Nine out of ten. She came back to the dirty bed. Continuing. You know he hit. All right, so let's go to the next one here. And, of course, they love pointing the camera at themselves wearing clothes. All right, date number two. Date number two. Let's hear it. I challenge myself to go on seven dates in seven days, and today is date number two. Let's go. Not to brag, but I have quite a few blemishes to cover up today. So who is this guy? Who is date number two? This is kind of unusual, and I can't tell if I'm breaking the rules or if there are rules because this is my game, but it's the same guy. It's the, it's the same guy. Ah, uh, so yeah, he hit. <laughs> he hit. So she's going out on date number two. She kind of broke the rules already. She went out with the same guy. All right. 
So let's continue. Number one, if you saw the first date, you know that I had a really good time. And then he asked me for a second date. And I was like, well, she had a really good time. Why would I not just because I'm doing this challenge? Like it's, it's still a date. Never did I think that I was going to have a date that was so good that I would like do like a double, like a, a part two. Yeah, he clapped. Yeah, the gay bar guy. She went out with him second. All right. She rated it a nine out of 10. And why, gentlemen? Let's go back. There was a critical reason why she accepted date number two. He had social proof. He was a Chad. He said, yeah, I hits on a lot of girls. I gets a lot of number. I gets a lot of ass. All right. So he's in the Chad category. And she was like, wetter than the Niagara Falls. She was like, she gave him the, she gave him, he gave him the salami or the shalom. <laughs> and then guess what? She was like, he's that guy. Let's continue here. And uh, she's going to try to push him into commitment. And I know I gave it up on the first night type of deal. Let's get, let's, let's hit it again. Tour of the same guy. But that's life. Sometimes you plan to go on seven dates in seven days and then you go on a really nice date and you realize, well, I want to go on a second one. And hasn't that happened to everyone? I'm sure, actually, most of you won't care. I'm just like a Capricorn, so I like um, order and I don't like breaking rules, even though I make them up myself. Yo, so last wow. time we went for a beer, this time he made reservations for dinner. The last time we went for a beer, you notice she didn't give eye contact. I can't rewind the video. She didn't give eye contact. We went for a beer. And he clapped them cheeks. So today we go into a restaurant. Now, big money about to get spent. Also, he made the reservation before I answered, like, what time I was free. And I had therapy during that time. And I moved uh -oh. therapy. Is that, like, a big no-no? It just happened that she had availability at another time. She missed therapy. Red flag. Red flag. She's going. Now, listen, people are like, oh, therapy's fine. Listen. She already cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Let's continue here. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but like I, I'm embarrassed to tell her tomorrow that like that's the reason that I moved it. Emily's not gonna like that. I feel like no matter what I do, I still look dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what I do, I still look dead inside. Exactly. After a certain amount of time, brothers, <laughs> they become dead inside. Why? Because. That thousand cocks there is real. <laughs> Continuing. Or is that just this ring light? You don't have to tell me. I know. I'm already nervous. I'll be honest. This is a funny shot. Oh. <laughs> Even though we just went on a date, I feel like I forgot everything. And I don't remember, like, at what point do you, like, completely reveal who you are? Because, like, you're not supposed to be, like, you're not supposed to be so vulnerable right away. Unless you feel comfortable. But I forgot the rules. He just told me that he's already at the restaurant, even though it's, like, 30 minutes before the reservation. So... He showed up early. She wondered, when do I reveal who I really am? Six months in one day to continue lying. But he shows up early and prompt. Let's see how much, how long it takes her to get out and meet her on meet him on time. Continuing here. I mean, that's good. At least I know I'm not getting stood up, but I should really speed up and get ready. Okay, this is currently what I'm wearing, but like I'm obviously going to change. I like this, but I can't tell. I just, it's really me, but it's like, you know, kind of. That's who got seven dates in seven days, bro. Do you? Like little boyish. I need so much hair texture spray. Like she did all that work, and this is what she turned out looking like. Again, again, I'm not dissing her. I, I don't mind people who look like this. I don't mind. But the problem is she got way more options than you. Way more. And she looked like that. She got way more than the normal guy. And she's got seven dates in a row. If you look like the male version of that, 
you ain't got no damn seven dates. Continuing. Nothing is blended. And I look bad. Look at that. Okay, I'm so late. I gotta go. This is it. She's late now. He didn't show up 30 minutes early. She's late. Next date. Oh, we got an update. This is the sec this is the same guy. By the way. I challenged myself to go on seven dates in seven days. And this is a recap of date number two. Date if number you two. didn't see my last video, Damn, this, this is the same wild. guy as date number one. So even though technically a second date, so it was wild. still very nerve-wracking. And when I got there, he revealed to me that he had actually arrived half an hour earlier just to ensure that we got a good table. So points for that. Although the conversation flowed once again, something definitely felt different. And it didn't seem to help that the guys next to us kept talking to us. And maybe he felt like they were trying to steal his thunder. All I know is that when I got home, I felt that I was less comfortable with him than date number one. There seemed to be a lot of assumptions made, probably on both sides, just based on things like looks and background, and it was unfortunate. There also may have been a kiss that I felt peer pressured into. But yeah, putting yourself out there definitely comes with a lot of surprises. I think I'm just ready for something new. So see you guys for dinner. All right, she already bored with this dude. So she's seven out of ten. She realized kiss that she was peer pressured into. And she said a seven out of ten, but she's looking for something new. So this guy... I don't know if he clapped the cheeks or not, we're assuming, but he just spent 250 bucks. He spent 250 bucks two days in a row, and he's out of the girl. Why? Because she has more options. Eh. This is why most men, most men can't do this. And this is an average woman, average to below average, which most women are, but this woman is not even a model. She's not even a woman that is a halfway decent uh, uh, eight in your area. And she's like, well, I just got another option. I ain't worried about it. Right? Let's continue to the next one here. Let's continue to the next one. This is date number three. Welcome back to seven dates in seven days. This is date number three. I just got back from the beach, so I'm going to go shower and then get ready. Let's Thank go. God you're going to shower. Uh-oh. You see what she looked like, huh? So she jumped out the shower. So you know who's here. Master Splinter right is here in the building. Shout out to Master Splinter. Yeah, boy. Uh, as soon as she got out of that water, this is what she looking like now. About to tell you what the what the date looking like. All right, Master Splinter is here. Let's continue here. I think I decided. Yep. First, so this guy I met on Hinge. Looking like Master Splinter. Days, All right, she met him on Hinge dating app guy. Now, so we got a cold approach guy didn't work out. Now we got now we got um now we got dating app guy. He goes to the sunset, and I had no plans tonight, so I was like, sure thing. I ain't doing nothing else. Time to try something new, and he's a little bit older, so maybe he's more mature. Uh-oh, he's an older guy. He's an older guy. Maybe it is. Hey. Him, Daddy. He's an older guy. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> I didn't know that. You look like no. a freshman. <laughs> All right, here we go. Something that really made him stick out to me in his Hinge profile was that he was smiling in all of his pictures. Like, I hate when guys put pictures of themselves where they're not smiling. Don't she look like Master Splinter right there, bruh? Dude, what's, like, what's the difference? She looking like Master Splinter giving you right here. All right, anyway, let's continue. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, no, no, I almost pressed the wrong button. Where they look like, like, that's, why would, that doesn't seem like a fun person to go on a date with, right? It's funny because I feel like for most things, the more you do it, the better you get at it. I don't think that applies to dating. Because if you really take any one thing you learn from a single relationship and bring it into the next one, it's a whole new person. Like, it's a whole new ball game. If anything, I just feel like the more dates you go on, the more you learn about yourself and then what things are more important to you, which is still very useful. I don't even know what I'm looking for right now. The more dates you go on, the more you learn about yourself. Okay, boy, that sounds, wait, 
That sounds like the. Hey, get them like buttons going. Obviously, I'm doing this date challenge, and that's pretty bizarre. I think I'm just, maybe I'm just looking in to see, like, more about myself. That's kind of cute. I think he's going to bring wine to the sunset. And it's pretty early, so I bet there's going to be dinner. And I don't love eating on first dates, and I know that it's not good and something I should get over. But does anyone else feel that way where it's just, like, overstimulating? Also, not specifically looking for people from one kind of career, but I think every single guy I've gone out with, like, in the past month has been in high tech and programming of some kind. Okay. I got money. So she's gone out with a certain class of guy, high tech, tech earners, that type of thing. Men with money, maybe nerds or something like that. Uh, so, so her first date is going to be sunset date over wine. <laughs> and then also she's anticipating dinner, which she says she doesn't want. But let's continue. Let's see what the guy is going to give her. Is that a type? I think I look for people who are kind of off. She just said, is that a type? It's called rich. You see that? That's what she put in the thing. I can't rewind it. He says, is that a type? Yes, it's called rich. Continuing. Is it of me? Because I think I'm more right brain. The, the creative side and the she left annoying brain, the left bro brain. so i'm in, more into creative video imagine imagine going out on a date with her talking like this man this is miserable to me i would be miserable continue making and content writing and, and these guys are more into like um like people like ladies you if you talk this much you are definitely unaware of why why we're here your your awareness is at zero if there's women watching me right now do not talk like this do not do this. I hope she's quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton when she gets up to the date. If she does this, you are killing the date. You're killing the vibe. You're killing the lust. You're killing everything. Nobody cares about all of this stuff, but she's doing it for the video. But I'm just saying you can do this on your video. But if you show up to the date like this, you are killing the vibe. Continue. Like logical thinking my hair is doing that thing where it like lands on my boobs and then creates like little water puddles. So. Yeah, because we're going to be out in the sun, at least for a little bit. I don't want to wear a lot of makeup at all because the more I put on, the worse I look, to be honest. I'm just not that skilled at it. I'm going for an easy summertime glow. I don't know. She looked damn near the same. <sighs> what the science behind this is, but once I put on mascara, now I'm like excited. Somebody says, I'm a lady. He says, I told you, coach, I'm about to throw this phone. It hurt my brain. Ladies, this is what y'all sound like on dates. Get some self-awareness. You got, how come nobody wants to date me? Because you sound like this. Continuing. Energy begins when the mascara is on. Okay, I blow dry my hair a little bit, and I'm wearing these shoes. She ain't even trying, bro. Should we do orange? Oh, my. Or just, like, black? I don't know. Also, I changed the top because I think this is cuter. Flat back. I'm eating frozen I'm not complaining, though. Well, you know how it goes, Bioshi. Next. Let's see the update. I challenged myself to go on seven dates in seven days, and this is a recap of date number three. I matched with this guy on Hinge a couple days prior, and he asked me to meet him for the sunset. I forgot how. Okay, so a couple days prior, and then she's out on a date with him. You've been messaging messaging her back and forth for seven days, and she ain't did shit. Let's continue. They're wrecking it is to actually meet up with someone you've never met before from an app. I was so anxious, I felt sick to my stomach. But luckily, it was a public place and the sunset was beautiful. We drank wine and sat and he was super sweet and respectful. And even though there was an age difference, it felt like we had a lot in common. I got money. So he was significantly older than her. Yep. 
And he, this is typically what older guys will do. They'll go swoop these girls up. It's easy, easy prey. But uh, she said there was no kiss, no peer. No, she said there was no peer pressure to kiss. Doesn't mean she didn't kiss him. Continuing. And then we went to another bar that I've never been to, and it was great. But this walk home was not cute. Let it be known that he did offer to walk me, but I'm weird about letting people know where I live. On my way home, I thought about our conversations, and I realized that we talked about work for almost the entire time. And then I began to think, did I just network for like three hours? Maybe work's just his love language. Or maybe he's just not that into me. Guess I'll find out soon enough. See okay. All right. That's the third. Here we go on date number four. Prepare. I challenged myself to do seven dates in seven days. And this is date number four. This man's literally slid into my DM. DM. minutes into my workout. Okay. So we got to do, we've got all of the ways to approach women here. We have the pickup artist. We've had the dude on the dating app. Now we have the dude that slid into her DMs. This girl got dude sliding in her DMs. Mm. <laughs> Pookie. This girl <laughs> got dude sliding into her DMs. Guys, how many do how many women are sliding into your DMs, guys? I have uh, over 120,000 followers on Instagram. And not that many women slide into my DMs. I, I mean, obviously, the content is what it is. And I really don't check my DMs, so I wouldn't know. But I don't think it's Liddy in there. <laughs> it might be one or two, maybe five or six. Not that many slide in my DMs. And I got a lot of followers. All right. So this person probably got 2,000 followers and dudes are sliding in. Continuing. And I said, yes, I have become quite a yes man. <laughs> He's a friend of a friend. I think I've seen him at a party before, but whatever. Regardless, I have like 15 minutes to turn this mess into a date ready creature. <laughs> he offered a coffee date to keep it casual, but I don't think it really matters because regardless, it, I'm going to stress the same amount. She hella plain, bro. I mean, again, I'm not complaining. I like plain. However, she got options and options and she just going out with ninjas she just going out with dudes yep, i'll go out with you and you and you and you because it's daytime and dates during daytime freak me out because it's a lot of like you can see my skin um i gotta go shower in the shower i just have a flashback of all right master splinter back out back on the job master splinter's back this is what your future wife go look like cutting you off from sex. All right, Master Splinter back after the shower. Let's continue. The only other time I had a coffee date as a first date, and it was so bad. I was in high school, and I left after 15 minutes. I was like, oh, I have to go to dance class. I think that's literally why I haven't had coffee dates since. He also just seems so professional. I need to get over that. Okay, let's pick out an outfit. I kind of like this look. I almost wore this on my last date, but then I went out. So I feel like it's time to shine. I feel like this is girly and casual. It's like daytime coffee. Well, it's actually like 6 p.m. Also, I'm really surprised that people are sliding into my DMs while I'm doing this challenge. Because I thought it would make me appear really desperate and maybe egotistical. But it doesn't seem that people are reading into it that way, which is interesting. Big surprise. I'm wearing my Converse. It'd be kind of sneaky if I was just doing this challenge as a way to remind everyone that I was still on the market. It's like next level. Really? There you go. So she kind of admits it right there. Uh, simp wolf whistle. She said, this is turned into a big simp wolf whistle. This is turned into a big old, hey, I'm available. And dudes have picked up on it. Oh, you're doing seven days and seven days? Okay, I'm in too, baby. So it's easy. 
it's easy. Dude starts sliding in soon as she said, I'm going to do a challenge. So is the challenge to update you on, on what it's like to date seven days and seven days. But it sounds like it's worked out for her because then she got more attention. And it made, she just made it easier for dudes to make sure she's available. Let's continue. It's just showing me how many cool places there are to go out in the city. I wonder if the mutual friends that I have with this guy knows that he asked me out. I don't know if they talk about that kind of stuff. Any single man sees this video, do you tell your friends when you ask a girl out? Or no, no, we don't. No, we don't tell our friends. We just trying to hit it real quick. We just trying to hit it real quick. We don't tell nobody. We just slide up in there and we try to get the skins. So you just tell them after the fact. Yes, although I don't love the idea of a coffee date, I need to take a break from all this alcohol I've been drinking. No one talks about how much alcohol is involved in the dating scene. I'm not complaining. Okay, I'm ready. I think I'm gonna bring this tote bag and also my glasses because he told me that there's some things that he wanted me to read. Yeah, he wants a nerd chick. He wants to ski on them glasses. And I can't read without these. And they make me look kind of studious, huh? It's so bright outside. Daytime doesn't feel like date time. That's just my theory. But if I want to get there on time-ish, I got to go right now. So I'll take you with me. She's going to show up late. Let's just talk about economically here. She's going to give us date number four update. Oof, this is I'm exhausted. And I haven't even gone out on the dates. Economically, she is not even... This This person probably don't even make equivalent of $15,000 a year. But she's got the ability to go out on uh, 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 numerous dates. Now, if you were her in her position, average dude... You lived in that little ramshackle apartment with your bed all dirty. Do you get seven days, seven dates in seven days? No. Let's continue, man. Hope I challenge myself to go on seven dates in seven days, and this is a recap of date number four. Just a reminder, this guy was a friend of a friend and definitely not somebody that I foresaw sliding into my DMs. Okay, I decided that I'm not going to wear the glasses there. All right, so like kind of this is Chad for sure. Oh, he slid into my DMs. I'll go out. Let's continue. Yes. Maybe on my head. This guy's also pretty tall, so I wanted to see what his... There, Chad. So we got we got a Chad, and it was a friend of a friend who slid into the DMs and didn't tell everybody else. Oh, you available? I'll hit. So we got Chad on the date. He was of me, and I was not happy with it. I was like a different kind of nervous for this date because this guy's pretty intense, and last time I remembered, he had a girlfriend. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Last time she remembered, she he had a girlfriend, but she still agreed to go out on the date. <laughs> what do we tell you, gentlemen? What do we, this is definitely a Chad. All right, so what do we tell you guys? Social proof. He still got a girlfriend. Yes, social proof. She went with the guy easily just like that because she said, oh shit, I got a chance because he has a girl. Didn't stop her. So for all the women that be saying, oh, I wouldn't do this, I wouldn't do that. Bullshit especially most women that are sixes and below, yeah, they'll go out with you. Trust me, I've experienced this. Social proof, pre-selection. Oh, he got a girl? Maybe he broke up, but I'm going to go find out. And maybe I could take her place. Boy, oh boy, let's continue here. But after we got some gin and tonics, he mentioned that they broke up. So much for trying to cool it with the alcohol, though. I was. He said, we broke up. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I was with her. I had a girl, but yeah, we broke up. Don't worry about all that. <laughs> Continue. So caught off guard though. He told me he thought about asking me out many times. And I was like, while well, you had a girlfriend or what? And I really only remember maybe meeting him twice. But after drinks, we got some sushi and he let me take back all the leftovers. So that's. Jesus Christ.
So she got a free meal. She got the leftovers. This ninja gave her. Oh, I, oh, I was going to hit. I wanted to get, I wanted to ask you out while I had a girlfriend. Didn't stop this woman one time. We got drinks, sushi, beer. Okay. Oh, man. Now, not all. Of, I'm not speaking for myself, but I'm just looking at it. For most men, they are not getting any of this opportunities in action. And now what do you do as a guy? You want that type of woman. You're like, I'm going to aim low and get her. I'm going to make her my future wife. That's a fool. And that's you. She's going to be exhausted by the jerks. Continue. The major plus. He has a lot of good qualities. He seems really generous, creative, passionate about his work. But I just could not get over the thought that he was maybe just looking for a rebound. But a lot of good relationships come out of friendships. So who knows? I will see you all for day number five. It didn't stop her. So look. It is, she's trying to justify why she's continuing with the guy. Uh, it, it bothered me slightly that he had another girl and his rebound. Uh, still a 7 out of 10. Why? Chad. Social proof. He paid for the dinner. She got over that real quick. <laughs> Let's continue here. We're on date number five. We got two more days. I left. challenge myself to go on seven dates in seven days, and we're already on date number five. So let's get ready. Today, I am determined to do an interesting makeup look because oh. I just feel like I've been playing it way too safe. Not today. This can't be really good. She's too plain to do interesting makeup. Be a double date. A double date. So I'm not going to be there alone. It's not going to be so scary. So it's going to be a friend of her sister as well as his friend for me. It's a double date. So what is this? She's done everything. Cold approach, dating app, Instagram DM. Now she's doing a uh, social uh, circle. She's doing social circle setup. This is just about everything. I look insane. I've always been a big fan of a double date because there's just less pressure. Also, it's like worse comes to worse. I'm with my friend. We can just dip if it gets weird. I think I want to do orange. This is this is going to turn out to be a disaster. Type makeup look. That's what we will be doing. We're going to meet them at a bar. And then we said that we might go dancing after. And here comes the axe. And here comes the smasher. The demolition. She putting on the Royal Warrior plane. Let's get to you. really hope that happens because it's a Thursday night. And I want to dance. I don't really know much about this guy at all other than he's from the South. And I think he has a job. But I'm just really happy that I'm doing this with a friend because this challenge is kind of lonely, low-key. I am kind of still thinking about that guy from the first two dates, if I'm being honest, just because there hasn't really been anyone that I felt that kind of connection with. Okay, so Jesus. All right, so let's break that down real quick. She's been on four dates. I think she's going on date number five. Or she's been on with four different men. She's going back to the first one. Who imprinted her, who got them guts. He had to get them guts because she went out twice with him. She can't stop thinking about him, but there were two or three other men in between that. Those guys, that's you guys. And that's, that's you. And she's lonely even with all of this attention. A lot of women have a lot, of, a, a lot of choice and they still can't pick. They have all this choice and they're still lonely. They have all this choice and they're waiting for the six-figure guy. They're waiting for the dream guy. And then in all of this, here you are trying to impress her on a Wednesday and she's thinking about the dude on Sunday and Monday. This is, this is how skewed the dating marketplace has become and this is a normal plain stock factory issued woman and you're out here struggling you're all right let's see here let's see here let's see let's see what you got here she's thinking about the first dude that she gave the guts to let's continue since 
felt like okay on the last date i was like i'm so tired of drinking every night but now i'm just like looking forward to it like i just want to get a little tipsy i feel like this low-key is not even a dramatic makeup look maybe i'm just dramatic damn i wish i used this lighting the whole time i look like an alien they should make a dating app where you just talk about work the whole time because it turns some people on not me. Low-key though, LinkedIn can feel like a dating app because the recruiters like slip into your DMs and they're like, hey, it seems like you fill all the requirements I'm looking for. So I could focus on my career. <sighs> Do you guys know this shit? <laughs> Did you guys know this? Now, now she's telling you that even on LinkedIn, they're sliding in the DMs trying to offer them jobs. Wow. And you guys are out here wondering why you can't get a return back, a uh, referral call back. Wow. LinkedIn is that litty. Mm. Somebody said, okay. <laughs> All right. Wow. All right. That was a new one for me. I didn't know that LinkedIn was litty over there. I hate LinkedIn and Facebook. Those are the two I, I go over there the least. Let's continue. And then, like, literally just, like, ask me out to dinner. I am so much more comfortable in job interviews than I am in dates. And I don't want to get into astrology because it's triggering to some people. But, like, I am a Capricorn. So, if you know, you know. So, if your girlfriend has a LinkedIn, it's Liddy over there. Sheesh. Continue. I just took a bunch of selfies because I feel cute. But anyway, the makeup is done. So, let's get into the outfit. In between these clips, my friend and I did drink a full bottle of wine. It's important to know. This is the outfit that I'm wearing. I don't know if it's cute, but I'm already tipsy, so. Okay, I changed my pants. <laughs> she live on a dorm or something. This is the outfit. Okay, I'm going. I'm already late. Bye. Let's see what's happened here. I challenged myself to go on seven dates in seven days, and this is a recap of date number five. Just a reminder, this is a double date that my friend and I agreed to go on together. Okay, there was a change of plans, and now we're going over there with a bottle of wine. My friend doesn't want to be in the video, but say something. <laughs> she just meowed. Okay, so changing a plan right before the date is not ideal, but it did make sense because we wanted a chance to talk to them before we went out to the bar. For whatever reason, we stuck to our paper coffee cups as our glasses of choice. I don't know how to explain these guys other than they were much sillier than we expected and in the best way possible. Like everything we proposed, they were always down, but they were also taking care of us. Like when I hopped up. They were also taking care of them, right? I got money. They was also paying for everything, paying for the drinks, paying for the time. And they think they was running game and macking the girls. All right, let's continue. On the bar to dance, they both made sure I wasn't about to fall. I ended up connecting with my guys so rapidly. It was getting so late and my shirt literally broke off. Yeah, I'm not kidding. This is me holding it together on my way home. It was giving walk of shame vibes, but this is not a walk of shame. Do not get it twisted. I passed by this really creepy furry thing on my way home. I didn't have time to process it. Truthfully, there were not a lot of thoughts left in my head by the time I got home, but I clearly had a great time. So I'll see you guys today at number six. No words. It was a nine out of ten. She had fun. No words. Good day. Okay, I'm doing seven dates in seven days, and this is potentially date number six. I just haven't decided yet. I don't know this guy. He's visiting, and we matched, and he's like, I'm going out tonight. But he only All right, so we got a dating app. I'm in new in town. All right, so they're in Israel, I believe, or Tel Aviv. Hey, I'm in town. Okay, I'll come out. Only just asked me, and it's already, what time is it? It's 10. Like, that's kind of late, but... 
should I go because I'm doing this challenge or is that unsafe? I'm also at my friend's house and I don't have time to go home if I'm gonna go meet him. And I'm wearing like this outfit. But I feel like this is kind of cute. Maybe this is cute with my hair down. I'm gonna borrow some makeup for my friend and- <laughs> Oh my, anyway. And this will be day ready. I'm kind of excited, but there's like no chance this will turn into something because he's leaving. Unless, you never know, long distance is a thing. And I think he's French. <laughs> he wants to take me to Dizzy Frishon and I just don't think he knows that it's like a party bar. It's not like a date bar, but maybe it can be. I really want my friend to come with me, but she says it's not a date then. So I'm gonna go alone. I'm just gonna do really light makeup because it's so hot. Oh wow, this is really good mascara. I don't care what she put it's on her face, they ain't gonna help. Does. Holy wow, I look like a brat stole. Not really. But I really do feel like I pulled the look together. Okay, I'm gonna wear this because it's what I wore here. I think this is actually very Tel Aviv when I think about it, even with the sneakers. Kind of nervous, but. He doesn't live here, so if it doesn't go well, I'm never going to have to see him again. All right, so <laughs> this is what's happening. She's letting this guy just waste his time. All right, so you're a guy. You're trying to be intentional. You're trying to meet, obviously, or you might be trying to smash. And she's like, I got nothing else better to do. I'm bored in life. I'm going to waste your time and money completely. Wasting your time. And that seems like a great reason to go. Also borrowing her perfume. The longer I've been doing this challenge, I've been taking less and less time to get ready. I'm also just freaking exhausted from this, and I'm kind of excited for it to be over. Final look. My friends also all have my location, so I'm staying safe. I'll take you with me, and I'll let you know how it goes. All right, next. Let's get the update on this one. I challenged myself to go on seven dates in seven days, and this is a recap of date number six. I'll just let you know up front, this date did not go as planned. I think I technically got set up i'm still not even sure oh. i just have to take you with me through the night so i match with this guy he tells me that he's only staying for a few days but he wants to meet for a drink i asked my friend to walk me because he kept changing the location of where he wanted to meet i know he just doesn't really know the city but i was getting a wee bit suspicious and then once i told him that i had left and that i was five minutes away he stopped responding and my friend and i had already split off so i was just chilling there on my own it felt like forever but it was probably like five minutes and then he finally texts me and he's like i don't think tonight's gonna work i'm only here for a few days and i don't have that much time to whatever blah 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 so i literally just like sprinted out i was like i do not belong here so the question is was i stood up or did i just completely misread the situation it, you didn't get stood up he knew he was about to waste his damn time and he found another option slightly better than you or slightly more willing to put her 10 toes up. That's what happened. He knew he was wasting his damn time. All right. Uh, that's why he flaked on you. And he's only there. He wants some cheats. He probably went on the seeking app and got somebody. To, that's all that happened. That's all that happened. He was like, this, this woman's giving me the vibes that she about to waste my damn time. Either way, it was quite the humbling experience, and I will definitely be unmatching him as soon as possible. So do I even count this as date number six, or do you think I should redo it? Let me know. I'll see you in the next Please date. don't redo it. Myself to Please don't redo it. Please don't. Welcome to the last date. Of she looked like she worn out, too. I would be worn out, too. Oh, what the hell happened? All I right. challenged myself to go on seven dates. And what happened there? All right. Seven dates in seven days. I just got back from the beach, and now I got a shower, so... I'm excited for this girl one. doing a whole one lot of nothing. I think I've been making since doing this challenge is just 
not giving myself enough time to get ready and then therefore get excited. So not today, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to blow dry my hair. I'm going to watch some Love Island. It's going to be a great time. I'm not doing it anymore. It is too hot in this city to blow dry your hair. This is the best I can do on my damaged hair. This is already like better than it looks 90% of the time. So this guy is a friend of a friend and thank God for that because going on dates with people that you don't know at all, we've already been over this. It makes me way too uncomfortable. Oh my God, it is so much more fun having time to get ready. Like, look at this. I have so much energy. What do women do all day? That's what I want to know. Hey, what do y'all do all day? This shit. You know what I mean? Like, this is your whole. <laughs> what do y'all do all day? Uh, mm, eh, wine. Go to work. Work for three hours a day. Go to the beach. Eh, day app. Tinder. LinkedIn. What do y'all do all day? Shop. Worry about men. Lord have mercy. This is the easy life on easy mode. And she complain all day, talk, do makeup for two hours. Oh. I know this is going to sound weird, but I really want to challenge myself to be myself on this date. I feel like I have been. Wait a minute. You're going to challenge yourself to be yourself on this date. You're on date seven. You What were you the previous six dates? Continue watering my personality down for these dates because there's just been so many of them and i haven't been able to just like relax he's also american yeah so wait he's also what american and it's just really oh he's american i thought she said married so this is what happens when they ride the carousel <laughs> then they start looking for good men well you water down you're not your real personality you're doing you're living life too fast continuing where that i go out with americans anymore the vibe is going to be glowy and shimmery and me i really just want to feel like myself because that way when i leave the day i will know if he likes me also the date is we're going to a bar and we're going to get drinks very typical but it's still a big deal because i've known this guy for like this woman's 23 dude she should be she should be pushing her chips in she should not be on the carousel she should not be trying to date for very long she does not have that much time to be locking down the dude. Like her time, she got two years tops. Once she crosses that 25-year-old threshold, it's about to go downhill for her significantly. She need to push in the marital chips right now. Continue. Five months, and this is a long time coming in my humble opinion. It's so much more dramatic now because I'm flying in two days. So it's like now or never type vibe. This is the best chapstick. Um, um, not to brag, but I used channel? to suffer from very chapped and disgusting lips. And then my dermatologist told me to get this. It's like better than Vaseline. It's Court to Balm, Dr. Oh Dan's. So good. If anyone like has that issue like me. Also, this guy lives two seconds from me. So if this works out, don't want to get my hopes up. But like, you know, he's like right there. I love that. Okay. This is the final makeup look. And now I'm going to choose my outfit. Right. This is the fit right now. I don't think it's going to be the final look, but let's see. I'm going to be honest, I feel so bloated and uh -oh. I don't feel like I look good in anything and I really just want to like cancel. She about to cancel. She about to cancel. She about to flake on his ass. Okay, I think it has to be this. It's the only thing I feel comfortable in and for some reason this is what Damn, she done changed like 50, 11 times. Okay, last date, let's go. She done changed like... <laughs> She about to cancel all that ass. Guys, I tell you, man, women cancel on you for those reasons. They feel bloated. They don't feel into it. They feel it's a waste of time. So if she didn't do this for it, it wasn't recorded, she would have flaked. Let's continue. Last, I think this is the, no, there's two more video. God dang.
Wait a minute. Oh, my. I cannot take much more of this woman. Let's continue. I challenge myself to go on seven dates in seven days, and this is the seventh and final recap. I was not feeling my peak confidence, and I really wanted to cancel, but that's literally the whole point of this challenge. So I just forced myself out the door, and I tried to convince myself that I was feeling absolutely amazing. And you know what? It actually kind of worked. I just kept telling myself that I was the hottest thing in the world, and by the time I arrived, I was like, the queen is here. Maybe. They think way too highly of themselves. Let's continue here. He could pick up that I was kind of nervous, but he was also really nervous. So at least you're on the same page. Ugh, I need to explain the date better. Like, why am I showing this shot of crunch cereal? Well, we went to the bar and we talked about how we're kind of sick of drinking and just wanted a bowl of cereal. So he was like, let's get out of here. And then we went to the grocery store and he bought me soy milk so we could enjoy two bowls of cereal at his place. As somebody who has been on a lot of dates recently, I really appreciated how he kind of just rewrote the script of how a date should go. And I really didn't feel like he was inviting me back to his place with any other ulterior motives. I mean, a kiss may have transpired, but it... <laughs> Hold up for a second. Let's go full screen. Let's go full screen. You know what happened. <laughs> Over a bowl of Captain Crunch and Cookie Crisp. You know what happened. A kiss might have transpired, but I won't tell you any of that. He went back to the crib. All right, he got the cheeks. Let's go here. But it was sweet and natural and kind of tasted like a crunch bar. This is me. What? And what tasted like a crunch bar? Oh, hold on for a second. Was it a brother? Let's continue. The absolute mess that I made while getting ready. But the good news is because I didn't really drink anything, I actually kind of had the energy to clean it all up. He already asked me to hang out the next day, and I was like, okay, why not? Oh, also, I showed him my TikToks on the date, and he thought they were really cool. So now I'm just processing this whole challenge and how a lot of these dates went really well, but I'm literally hopping on a flight in like 30 hours. So I guess we'll see who stays in touch. Let me know if you want a video of me summarizing. All, all right, yeah, just let's just get to make okay, it quick. I went on seven dates in seven days, and this is about to be the official Spitfire update for every single date. I'm about to spill all of the tea. So date number one started when this guy called me from his balcony as I was walking home from the beach. Please learn from me and don't give your numbers to random strangers sitting outside of their homes. But luckily everything worked out okay. He hit it and quit it. So we were just supposed to get a couple beers at a bar, but we ended up going to a gay bar and people saw this as a major red flag because it's like, why is a straight couple entering a gay space? But I thought he was just trying to make me feel comfortable because I'd already told him that I was queer. Or he just didn't want any competition. I really don't think I will ever know for sure. Either way, I felt some kind of connection with this guy. So I ended up breaking my rule and going on a second date with him. So date number two is also with Balcony Guy. This time he wanted to take me to dinner. He chose a hipster place, got there early. There were a lot of green flags. But things just felt weird. I was so much less comfortable and I started to feel the pressures of dating in general. Like I was nowhere near ready for anything physical, but I could feel that he was eager to start moving in that direction quickly. This is random, but I told him I had a nut allergy and then he made some joke about how when he was a waiter, he almost accidentally killed somebody with a nut allergy. Did she say so she yeah, was queer? So yeah, that was the last date with Balcony. I did hear I that. Did I, I kind of went past that. Did she say she was queer too? I, can, I can't remember what she said. Did she say that? Seeing him in person again, but basically just to tell him how I felt and why I didn't think we had a future. I did hear that. I just had to go with my gut for this one. So now it's date number three, and I was so... What does that even mean? So you're out on date with seven men, but you're queer. I, I'm lost in this generation. What does that mean? Hold <laughs> for a second. Let me see something. You have... Wait a minute. She's a homosexual, or she's bisexual. 
That's what she said she was. It says who are not heterosexual or cisgender. I don't know, man. I was so happy for a clean slate with somebody new. This guy I met on Hinge, I thought he was cute because he was smiling in all of his pictures. But now I'm like, is that really a reason to go on a date with someone? Anyway, he invited me to go drink some wine and see the sunset. And it was just an overall really chill laid back date. And after he took me to a bar that I'd never been to. So that's always fun. So it was like a nice date and we talked, but there was just no romantic atmosphere. We talked about our jobs basically the entire time. And I think he felt that too. Like we kind of mutually go. You know what? I'm done with this woman. I can't take no more. I can't take no more. I, I can't take any more. I'm, I'm out of here, brother. She need to. I can't take it. I'm done. Not, nothing even needs to be said more than this. This is the culture, you guys. This is Generation Z for you. She also a sugar baby, too. She also a 304. She also a prude. I can't take no more of that woman. Good good enough. Good, good luck with you guys out there. Let me get these super chats, man. This is getting too heavy. She's exhausted me. Again, when we talk about money, energy, attention, and time, when I tell you that men give energy and women take energy, she's an energy time vampire. She's an energy suck. She's a vampire. I can't deal with a person like that. Imagine sitting across from her all the whole date. Oh, man. Dwayne Rose, two bucks uh, for the sham. Wow, coach. Yes, I need that sham. Wow, shammy. All right. Appreciate that, brother. Definitely. Doe says that's what 90 percent. This is what 90% of what Chad and Tyrone smashed look like. Yes. He says, pure dumpster diving. I know a Chad friend who is literally tired of this. He wants eight, nines, or tens. The things that Chad's and Tyrone's don't understand or that don't admit is that this is what they're smashing. And they'll say, I smash all eight, nines, and tens. They don't. Chad's get disoriented because they take the easy way right out and they take from the marketplace what average men should be dating and they smashed them don't this don't ever listen to a chad or a pickup coach say they smashing hot chicks they're not there's not that many hot chicks that's what they smashing on a routinely basis okay um the thing is chads and tyrones really don't care most of the time players and pick play up and pickup artists they lie they flat out lie um shout out to rational rationality he says plain jane is obviously on head meds the price is wrong and he says, bet she smells like a wet bag of pennies downstairs. Yikes. A wet bag of pennies. Maybe a wet chicken. All right, PayPal. Let's log in over there, brothers. That woman, man, gosh darn. Ladies, if you talk that much, if you talk that much and you're single, that's why. There's no way in, on earth that she makes a good date. All right, we got Mr. Hardaway rocking them. He doubled up. He says, and this is what dating coaches are not telling people that top tier white women might let you sleep with them once or twice at the most just on the strength of your game. But as soon as they find a better suitor, they will kick you to the curb and the curb uh, is like an old TV box or they'll kick you to the curb like an old TV box. Yes. But they're they're going to say they won. They're going to say they won. Well, we were, I at least I got it or I still hit. Shout out to him. And he also says, there's nothing like a plain Jane white chick that's submissive. Honestly, black chicks don't find me attractive because they say I'm not hood enough and I speak perfect English. Well, we've all, I'm one of those types too. So people always say, how come you don't date sisters? 
Well, um, typically those aren't the women that are open to dating guys like me. And there's a couple of reasons and the theories why I came up with that, at least while they're not young. Of course, plenty of them above the age of 35, 40, 45, 50, they'll give me a chance all day long. I could clean up. But by that time, it's a little disheartening because brothers like me who aren't hood and like that and talk white and they not into that. The majority of sisters aren't even the nerdy sisters aren't into guys like 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 that. So you already tune out that population of women. And then, of course, when you get older, how come you don't date sisters? Please. Please. <laughs> like what type of sisters are you talking about? But we all go through that. Like, shit, I'm already over here with Maria and plain Jane ass Becky. Sisters do not date men like that. The majority of them don't. And I'm riddling to say like 85, 90% don't date guys like me or like any of you lames or proper English talking. If you're not completely a super duper libtard or you can actually be convinced to go to the Democrat fish fry and you basically like, no, nah, I ain't going to no Democrat fish fry. You automatically, <laughs> you automatically out. I dated this fine sister dude. I was with this fine sister. She looked like a Marie. Like she, she, she was fine as hell. She's from Washington, DC. I met her in long beach. She was so miffed. And this is why you never talk politics with women like this. She was so miffed that I would not agree with her on her purely Democrat fish fry bullshit. She was just like, I just can't get over the fact. Mm. I was like, bye. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. You don't want to go to the Democrat. You don't want to go to the abortion rally. You don't want to go to the Democrat fish fry. You don't want to deal with the bullshit and go to the BLM rally. You're out with about 85, 90% of sisters statistically. You're out. You're automatically disqualified. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Yeah, man, it's bad out there, brothers. And you can, you don't even have to be Republican. You could just be like, ah, no, no, no. I want to be a free thinker. And she's going to be like, I'm out. She's going to be like, look, this ain't going to work. She's going to be like, hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's going to go to Trump. God damn. I'm worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But God damn it, Chris. We need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. Yeah. Shout out to Caitlin since what's up, coach? Men need to learn or men should learn when men. What men should learn along with the world when it comes to time. And just, OK, we already got that one. What are we doing over here? Over here. No voting, no fucking. And she walking around looking like Trina. <laughs> right? Talking about, I told you to do Biden. People forget Tom had already won three Super Bowls prior to getting with Giselle. He says maybe that was in his thinking when it comes to playing longer. If that's the case, then he's right to let her go. Well, he's going to retire at the end of the season. So it was all for nothing. So I, actually, he wins. We're going to get the rest of these Super Chats. Kalen says, well, he says, while we already know that 304s are in the sex-only category, we have to add divorcees and single moms to that as well. Giselle will be a salami collector from 
now on. Yeah, she ain't getting married again. If she does, it's going to be to like some Onassis or something like that. She's pretty much done. Um, and she's just going to get ran through. Uh, we got Gorilla. Mr. G says uh, ASU football and wrestling plus frat alumni. I saw the full rotation football Sundays, sugar daddy Mondays, wrestler slow Tuesdays, swimmer, baseball, basketball players on Wednesday, the Scottsdale party bus on Thursday, Mill Avenue frat boys on Friday and Saturdays. She was never yours. You were just in the lineup. I'd see it all the time and it cannot be unseen. This is the truth. This is the truth. That basic, this basic woman just showed you how easy it was. In a snap of a finger, she could have seven dudes lined up just like that without even trying. Neil Armstrong says, thanks for all that you do. We're going, uh, he says, what's going on with the likes? What are we doing with the likes on this channel? Look at this, man. This is reprehensible. Give me some likes on the way over here. This is terrible. All right. I don't sweat y'all for the likes, but come on, man. We're going to call you Mr. PB. He says, hi, CGA. We can't blame the women for setting their standards so high. The black manosphere conditioned men that they won't attract beautiful women unless they make at least $100,000 a year. Um, yeah, we don't fully blame every uh, just one side of women at all. But he's talking about um, the idea. I believe he said the black manosphere. I'm, I'm thinking you're talking about Kevin Samuels. And um, it's kind of like the chicken, what, what the chicken before the egg. What 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 came first? Did black men figure out that you had to make a hundred k and got women to believe that, or is this what we heard and we strive to become that? That could be a full conversation amongst itself. So, a lot of guys might have heard this and then tried to adapt that type of lifestyle. But we know most men don't make over 100K. So where does that put most men automatically out? And let's just say, let's just say this. If every man made 100K, we know what's going to happen, right? So we know now, okay, I'm going to push to make 100K. If 40% of men make 100K, we know what happens now. Go ahead and assume what happens. Let's see if you're with it. What does the number then become? Then it's no longer 100K is no longer the target because that's normal. Same thing happens with bachelor's degrees. Your boomer parents say, Negro mind is a terrible thing to waste. You need to get you an education. That's one thing they can't take away from your black ass. So what did y'all dumbasses do? Y'all went over to Howard and Spelman and Clark Atlanta and you went over to Georgia State. Y'all ran and got them useless, dumbass degrees that don't mean nothing. And 20, 30 years later, you piled up with student loan debt with a useless, dumbass degree. They didn't tell you you had to go get a specific degree, but they told your ass, mine is a terrible thing to waste. You're going to get your degree. So what happened? The marketplace got flooded full of 40, 50 percent of people with these useless ass degrees. And you still broke. So what happens here? We all run and get $100,000 a year jobs. Now 40% of us, instead of 13%, have 100K jobs. Now you need 300K. Now you need 400K. Now you need to, the, guys, they're going to move the number up, okay? Don't think that the number is always going to be 100K. And if you listen to the blue chip mindset, we already told you in five years, 100K is going to be somewhat average. It's going to be somewhat average because 
um, 200K is going to be the number. You're going to need 200K. If you need 100K now, you're going to need 200K. People don't think this to be true, but go back 40 years ago. Go back 40 years ago. If you made $40,000 a year, you were wealthy. If you made 100K, bro, you were like a millionaire 40 years ago. Okay? Inflation does not play. People think, nah, coach is tripping. 100K is still going to be good. Yeah, Midland, Texas. The average income in the 1990s, let's just pull it up just so you can see. Average income, 1990s. Probably have to go back to the 80s because I was born in the 70s here. Let me see what the average income in the 80s was. Okay. <laughs> okay, here it is. The, out, the average income, we'll just use Google, you know what I mean? Not the best place to use. The average income in the 1980s, $21,000. I'll make it larger so you can see. The average median family income was $21,000 a year. A year. <laughs> okay, that's not, that's not about, do people make that in a month now? If you're making 100K a year, you could easily be making that pre-tax somewhat close to that a month, all right, or at least 200K. Um, the average income in the 1990s. Put up the 1990s. Average income, where are we at here? Okay, the average income in 1989, $51,000. Damn, it went up that, mm, that's interesting. Went up that fast? Boy, inflation, they don't play around, bro. In 10 years, it went up. $30,000. All right, the average income in 2000, the millennium. Okay, I must have found something else here. So let's just take 20 years. I know this is a this is a bad way to present data. I agree. But now in the year 2000, the average median household income is 42. I guess this is a chart here. Let's see what this chart talking about. Yeah. So 30,000, just barely over 30,000. You guys can see this. Now it's up to 42,000. And this is by the year 2000. So from the 80s, it went up from, it went up 10 grand or roughly or something like that. 10 to 20 grand. All right. I'll, I'll try to pull up 2020. What is the average in 2020? So in 20, in the year 2000, it was 42,000. Okay. And by the year 2020, the median income is 61,000 for men. And then they have it distinguished 50,000 for women. Okay. So in 40 years, it went up, it doubled, it doubled. In 40 years, it doubled almost two point, it went up 2.5. All right. It was at 23, what was it? 21, 23,000 to 61. He says that's household income, not individual. Yeah, the, yes. Okay, so again, in the 1980s, it was the household income. Now it's they're saying for men and women because they got to dice it up. They got to split the shit up because it's 2020. Now it's 61 for men and 50 for women. So now we're looking at, I mean, that's how, if you if you had two people together, that's $100,000. Let me, let me do this. Household income. Household. Okay, median household still at 67. 67. 40 years, 
and it went up from 21 to 67. 40 years. And if we take, go up, push it 20 years from now, definitely, we're going to be up at 100,000 median household income when 40 years prior, it's, it don't take long. Inflation is what causes this, okay? Inflation, you can't stop it most of the time. And if it gets out of control, then it causes the cost of living and everything else to go up. Then it causes the delusion to go up. Well, the average, sorry, not average, it's the median. The median household income is 61000 But you do have people making 100, 200, 300. So now if if everybody's making, if there's if there's people easily that you can see making 100, 200, 300, then the expectation is going to be, well, I want to be up where, where they're making 100, 200, not where people are making 67. And the money printing and all of that stuff, uh, it's, we live in some interesting times. It's not over yet, but we're really getting out of hand here. Shit's getting out of hand. Salaries aren't keeping up as far as as fast as inflation and printing money has been keeping up. And this is a very easy economics class here. <laughs> hey, Seuss Ramirez says, yo, coachy, I got two junior college chicks trying to give me some leg for my upcoming birthday advice. Have a good weekend, Scorpio gang. What's up? Happy birthday to you. I would say partake. Keep them on a um, keep them in a situation where you can have a severance pay given to them and let them go back to their dorm. Let them go have fun. Don't fund their lifestyle. Keep it easy and simple and direct. And uh, record conversations and screenshot them. Nevertheless, says dead inside equals borderline personality disorder. And there's no doubt about it. She has issues. All right, my man J.H. Shabazz says you need all six Dragon Balls at this point. All six Dragon Balls. Somebody said you can't win. It's tough out there. You can't win. It's tough out there, man. Somebody, Travis, let me see if I can refresh the screen. We're going to end on Venmo, I believe. Travis C. says the dating marketplace isn't falling apart. It's returning back to normal. The times where you could be a Joe Blow and get a good woman in America was the abnormal period in history. It was a boom in the market. Interesting point. I actually can understand that point, right? I can understand that point. Yeah, it could be returning back to normal. Yeah. Well, the whole monogamy thing is falling apart. So the period where you can get your wife and work on one income, that was only a short period of time in our history, right? You would say the 1940s into the 1950s. But prior, prior to that, that certainly wasn't the case. People who were immigrants came into the country and kind of changed that pace. And then after that, we see his full-blown full blown hypergamy. And we're back to evolutionary standards. We need the best genetics, the best income to survive. So you might be right. Albert Ingram officially lost all respect for men. They just named the female content creator as the woman king of the manosphere. He says women in this space get more support than men. That's the problem. An angry man spoke on this. Shout out to the angry man in the building. But we've always warned people about female content creators in that uh, I believe angry man might have spoke on this is that it doesn't take a woman that much time to build up a, um, um, a following right on any level. But if they are supporting us, they'll get an easy they'll get an easy audience, meaning guys will be like, oh, I wish 
I wish all women thought like you. And they'll donate to those channels. Those same ninjas will come over here and argue me down. Those same guys will come over here and say, I'm stealing that person's talking points. <laughs> We're like, boy, dude, sometimes, brothers. The Dark Saga says these flatbacks don't understand money because they have an ATM between their legs. Man, man, and my timing's off. I got way too many sound effects now. Where's my ATM um, sound bite? Yes, they definitely do got an ATM between their legs. I'll just play it right here. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in, and that's it, and put the PIN number, and boom, money just comes right out. Shout out to you. You hit the bank. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> All right. It's a tough time out there, man. But look, you have to take advantage of the scenarios presented in front of you. It's not we're not going to change their minds. In order to compete, you have to find a way to compete. OK, if you don't want to compete, find a way to not compete. I don't care. But in my position, I tell young men, this is what they're up against. A woman that can go on seven dates and, and admit DMs, dating apps, and she still can't find a man. She still can't find a man. And is it because she doesn't want to find a man? Or she just wants to just enjoy her youth, sex in the city. But the, the problem is you're going to be 30 and she's going to be 30. And she's going to be like, what happened? Where did all the men go? Okay. That's what it is. That's how it works. I know you guys think it's going to be different. But that's how it's going to end up. And then they're going to be pressuring you into marriage, rushing you down the aisle, making a bad deal. It's crazy, man. So I don't know, man. Let me see here. Let me see. Let me pull a couple more things up. And I have no disses to female content creators. I don't, I don't diss them. But the problem is not them. The problem is the guys. The problem is the guys. It's not them. They they can do whatever they want to do. The problem is the dudes eventually are going to be purple pill or blue pill, and they're going to support them before they support us. But it's just the way it goes. It's just the way it goes. Hey, and whoever this dude is, Zach Attackus or whatever you are, why are you still on PayPal? Look, it's people like you that keep asking me dumbass questions like that when I've explained it 100 times. What you, what you guys don't know is you think you can one by one try to control the narrative with these people, man. Look, new, 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 but I, I explained it to you a whole bunch of times. Now, you're already cornered, you jackass. You're already cornered. You think you're going to one by one get influence over these people? They got you by the balls, you jackass. You still on YouTube and look at all the censorship we experience and your ass is still here. Don't act like you're smarter than the average bear. You don't know shit. I'm tired of you people thinking that one by one. Oh, these people are doing this one by one. We're going to affect the bottom line. They already got you. You on YouTube. <laughs> shit. New, 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 new world order. Delete your YouTube. Delete your Facebook. You still on Facebook, aren't you? Delete it. You still got a Gmail, don't you? Let me show you this. Let me show you this. <laughs> Look, this is Google. This is Google Drive. People saying you got a file that might violate term services. You still got a Google Drive, you jackass. It's over. They got you by the balls because the normies got you by the balls. 
you fool. You think you just, oh, I'm going to delete PayPal. Oh, now I'm going to delete Chase Bank. Now I'm going to delete. They already got us. New, 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 new world order. The new, they got us, bruh. You think you're going to run? Delete your internet. <laughs> delete your internet. If you really want to stand up tall, Mr. Smarty Pants, delete your internet. Because they got you there too, sir. You think you can just delete these people one by one? Please. Oh, they're going to got a policy. Oh, man, you dumb to having the... Bruh, they got you. <laughs> we here. Did, do you not understand this? We're here. They already sold us out. They got us by the balls. The way you win now is to delete everything, fool. You think I'm going to delete one by one and get control? Man, please. The normies got us lock, stock, and barrel. We've been sold out a long time ago. You got Instagram, don't you? You dumbass. Go live in the woods. Go live in the woods, uh, Mr. Kaczynski. Oh, my God. I can't stand you people. You can, Especially the conservative goofballs. We need to get control and show these banks what's up. Bro, they've been had us for 50, 11 years already. New, 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 new world order. They got us. You ain't going nowhere. Just enjoy the damn ride. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere, bro. How dare, yeah. How dare you? You ain't going nowhere. You can't win. You ain't going nowhere. You may need to delete your whole internet. At this point, you conservative people, you need to wake the hell up. You think the fight is when you recognize when they, they change the terms of service. So we need to make an impact. Sit your conservative punk ass down. Y'all ain't going to do nothing. You the weakest ones out here to tell you the truth. Some of you conservatives talk that shit and don't do nothing. Acting like you're going to make an impact because 10,000 of you delete your PayPal. Are you serious? It's too late. <laughs> you know what y'all need to do? Take y'all asses and all move to Wyoming. That's what you need to do. And learn to live off the fat of the land. And get dial-up internet. And cancel your Google and YouTube. But y'all, I'm going to cancel everything that offends me. Sit your punk ass down. <laughs> please you tied in brothers <laughs> you normie ass I'm gonna delete paper and then every time somebody offends you I'm gonna delete them no you're not they're gonna cancel your ass before you cancel them they're gonna cancel you before they cancel you cancel them you ain't doing nothing the only way out of this is the, yeah, the only way out of this is you live off of solar and you live off the damn grid, or you revolt, or you become Amish. Other than that, sit your punk ass down. <laughs> anyway, good lord. Hey, look at this. I'm a smarty pants. Delete my PayPal. Delete it. Power. You wasn't getting no money in PayPal anyway. Look, you didn't even have $2,500 to get no PayPal. What are you talking about? You didn't even have $2,500 in your PayPal. And you worried about you smarty pants. I'm going to delete my PayPal. You didn't have none in there anyway. Why are you worried about it? <laughs> I can't stand you Americans. The game has been rigged for a long time. It's It's been done. You just now see it. They now have. It's kind of like this. It's kind of like when. It's kind of like um when people move off. Uh, when people see the uh, Russians put all the tanks all up on the border. Remember that? They was like, they done moved the tanks on the border of Ukraine. What did you do? What, what did you do? What did they do? Nothing. 
Oh, it's a military operation. They moved the tanks in and everybody for 50 days watched it. And then guess what happened? Nothing. Then they finally moved in. And then they was like, they moving in. What did they do? Nothing. Then they started picking off stuff one by one. What did they do? Nothing. So let me just tell you what that is, um, what that correlates to. For the last 50 years, they didn't put the tanks on the border and y'all did nothing. Then 30 years later, they started moving in and y'all did nothing. 10 years later, they started firing. Y'all did nothing. Now you want to do now you got all this free internet, free social media, and now you want to go up in there and make a move. They already got <laughs> they got your ass cornered already. They done already planned it out and mapped it out while you looking at them moving the tanks to the border. Wow, they don't move the tanks. Hmm. Man, it's stop. They already set you up. They already set you up with these smartphones. You still got a smartphone, don't you? You dumbass. Delete your smartphone. Throw it away. Throw your smartphone away. I bet you you won't do it, but you so smarty pants, huh? You still got a smartphone, and you still got apps that you give control of all of your damn contacts, all of your pictures, all of that shit. And you want to come over here, talk about PayPal? You people that want to have a fight in this revolution, delete your apps, delete your smartphone, and go get a flip phone. Until then, shut your punk ass up. <laughs> shut up with you fake revolutionaries. Them conservative fake revolution. I'm going to make an impact. If 10,000 of us sign this petition and then delete PayPal apps, shut up. Your corner, chess move complete. They got you by the balls. <laughs> it's too late <laughs> anyway yeah they fighting the wrong fight y'all fighting the wrong fight oh they go charge me 2500 for what you don't even put nothing on the internet anyway and you don't got $2,500 in the account <laughs> they didn't move the damn whole Trojan horse in and they got you, bro. As soon as all they have to do is open up the horse. Open it up. Here they come. Stop it. Anyway, shout out to Simon Small. Appreciate y'all, brother. <laughs> y'all going to have to go, go to Mexico and live off the grid. That's where y'all got to go. That's what you want to go. If you want to go ahead and make a move, go ahead and make that move. But I'm tired of y'all fake revolutionaries talking that shit. All right. You're going to one by one affect these people look at what happened to kanye if they want to get you they'll really get your ass they showed you very fast what they could do to you <laughs> anyway oh my goodness fake revolutionary internet revolutionaries meanwhile your tax dollars flying everywhere but your back pocket all right um and all you're gonna do is sit back and complain about it. They got you. They didn't move the tanks in. I'm just checking all the apps to make sure I got everything right now. Shout out to the coach gang, man. Look, appreciate y'all for being here. In the internet tough guys. Yeah. He says, why are the tanks on the border? They not there anymore. <laughs> anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Enjoy your weekend. Get your bell money out. Don't drink in public. All right, if you do, drink responsibly. 
Take care of the girls in the junior college, man. Make sure you give them a tip on the way out of the door. Record all conversations. It was not. We're going to shuffle out of here. Peace. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah.